zombie yeah. music. A little collaboration between Rob Zombie and myself. Yeah, sometimes I'll just turn on my musician, my musician switch and uh, jam with some of our leading uh, artists. Sure. Rob needed some help with this song, and I helped him out with it, with my vocals. Barely. Rob is a good guy. Rob and Sherry, such uh, wonderful people. You know, I'll tell you a little story about Rob and Sherry. It's not sexual, I'm sorry. But... But... Uh, as you know, my wife's into animal uh, adoption, does a lot with cats, dogs, things, but mostly cats. And there's a 17-year-old uh, cat that a family is, let's say, uh, abandoning. You know, by the way, this is a good message. I mean, if you're going to get an animal, I, I see sometimes like 80-year-old people go out and get a kitten. And if you're 80 years old, you got to know, you, you, the odds, if you check the actuarial table, you're probably not going to be around that long. So either make a plan for the cat or dog or after you die, because you know if you bring it to a shelter, a lot of times these kill shelters will kill them. And, uh, you know, it's really selfish. And yeah, when I like, got my most recent cats, Howard, I made sure that I said, okay, if I'm ever going to have a kitten again, I need to do it now. Yeah. Because I know I won't be able to take a kitten in forever and ever and ever. So I did that years By ago. By the way, a couple I, of years ago. I, sw I swear when I, when I say this, if you get a kitten, it's over. Like, you don't even remember. Like, I don't even remember my cats. The ones we, we mostly adopt older cats. But, um, the ones that were kittens that we had, I, I, I said to my wife, I don't even remember that stage. Like you only. Well, it's you, a short stage, but it's a fun it is. one. It's fun, but you know, you get an older cat, you know what the temperament is. It's and you're doing something good for the world. But anyway, I, I digress. So Rob and Sherry, I was talking with Rob. We text each other once in a while and say hi, what you doing? Blah 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 blah. And you consider and that talking. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Instead of saying you were we, texting, you were talking. We talk every once in a while, but this time we were texting. Okay. How dare you try to trick me <laughs> and make me look silly. <laughs> no, I have actually called Rob and had conversation okay. with him, but uh, we texted. And, um, and, and Sherry, coincidentally... Texted Beth and said, look, I saw on your Instagram, there's a 17-year-old cat that is in need of a home. And uh, Rob and I reminds us of our, you know, they have a couple of animals already. They have a couple of cats. And like one's called Frankenstein. And this, I think Frankenstein died. They go, the, this 17-year-old cat, we, we would like to open our home up to the cat for however long he has. And so we were like so thrilled. We said, you know, because we, we try to find these cats' homes. And uh, Rob and Sherry are great pet owners. Like, they really take great care of their animals. They're really connected to that whole thing. And so Rob and Sherry are adopting a 17-year-old cat. And it's it's emotional because we've done it, too. Because, you know, you love the cat and then the cat, the odds are the cat's going to die while you're there. And that's a lot to go through. But it's a great thing to do. Great thing to do. The cat gets a good couple of years, hopefully, fingers crossed, uh, out of this whole deal. But that's uh, Robin Sherry. 
And I said, you know, dude is just a good dude, Rob. And Sherry, of course. I uh, love those two. That's all I wanted to say. I was going to share that with you. Well, what do you think of that? Yeah, you needed to hear that because you're well, so... Well, I have taken in older cats, too. Don't, don't, don't make, make this like about you. Take a kitten. <laughs> Who knew the guy from... Of course. <laughs> I mean, you're signing up for a little bit of heartbreak when you do it, but you're automatically getting into heaven, and that's worth it. Heaven's fabulous. I'm telling you. It is? You've been there? <laughs> yeah, I've been there. There's nobody there. It's great. It's not like Completely. here, which is no. horrible. <laughs> no, super quiet. <laughs> but who knew the uh, who knew the guy from White Zombie was such a softie, right? much less. Uh... And so Rob makes it into Howie's Heroes of the Day, our new feature. That's great. Have you seen those movies he makes? Uh, you wouldn't know that he loved cats. <laughs> yeah, he does. He does. He's good. He loves animals. Rob, people are always getting slashed up in those movies. He's uh, he's making a movie right now, but um, I don't know oh, if yeah. I'm uh, he he was he was uh, showing me pictures from the set, and uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it. So I'll keep my mouth. Okay, you know what I mean. Like I don't know what these things are. Top right, you don't know or, how much they're saying or yeah, yeah, what's going on. But uh, you're gonna you're gonna really uh, get a kick out of what he's barking on. Yeah. I don't know, I'm sure it's not, I'm sure it's not a secret, but but what do I know? And then and then someone will say, well, you know, it was until tough you leak. get the go ahead, you're not going to be the leak. Yeah, I keep what you know. They 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 made a sort of a big deal on the internet about this. That's that I'm talking about that clip of um, you know, Prince joining Tom Petty and Eric Clapton and uh, Jeff Lynn from ELO when they're doing the tribute to George Harrison. When they 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 recut it when Prince comes on with oh, yeah? those guys, yeah. And I think like you know people weren't expect. I think people make a big deal. Number one, it was a great Prince performance because he's playing the guitar and he's playing lead guitar. Number two, you know it's a bunch of white guys: Jeff Lynne, Eric Clapton, Tom Petty, all those white dudes. And all of a sudden, Prince. You know, people go, especially white people, are like, oh my god, we didn't know Prince jammed out to George Harrison. This is beautiful. So it's like a, it's a racially feel good video. People love it. I've watched it 50 fucking times because I love Prince and I love all those guys. But I have to admit, I'm a very angry person because, and I, I wonder, I don't know if you've watched the video, Rob. We've played it here. I've talked about it. I love that video. Yeah. Okay. And I'm admitting this and it's a terrible thing, but. I, I don't like that uh, George Harrison's son, Danny, is up there with those guys. It, dry, it annoys the fuck out of me every time. Like, like Prince is wailing Why can't away. Why Danny be up there? Okay. Look, I know this is <laughs> terrible because Danny lost his father, George Harrison. And, and in fact, they even worked on a song together and blah, 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 blah. But... I don't I I and this makes no sense. It's it's just a horrible thing about me. Like I I'm watching him play the guitar and he's playing rhythm guitar and there's already like five fantastic guitar players up there already. Tom Petty's playing, Eric Clapton's playing. You know, Jeff Lynne is playing and singing and 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 Prince who's <laughs> is a terrific guitar player 
you can't even decide if Prince is a better vocalist or guitar player because he's so fucking talented. And in every shot, Danny's there. And Danny is spelled D-H-A-N-I. And that gets me upset. I, I don't like that. And I, I, I don't go, I have nothing against this kid. This kid, you know, you don't even I'm, know him. He might be the greatest kid in the world. Lo, lo, I'm sure he probably is the lovely, but he's <laughs> strumming a guitar that's way too big for him. And I'm like, <laughs> if he wasn't up there, I don't think it would make a difference. In other words, you know, Clapton's playing a lead and he's trading off with Prince and Tom Petty is singing and Jeff Lynn is singing and Danny's in every shot. Like, you know, strumming that guitar and it bothers me. And I go, what is wrong with me that I'm being bothered by? This is sweet. Right, right. George Harrison died. His son is there. But, you know, I, I think I'm hung up because, you know, I had a struggle for everything I've gotten in life. You know, it, it, I'm not going to go into my own struggles with my career. But I think I have a natural fucking um, the, the hairs on the, you know, the, the, the back of my neck, they they go up because I'm like a dog. Because, you know, when you read about these kids who got into Harvard because their father went to Harvard, or I remember trying to buy my first house and all these kids had money from their parents and I couldn't compete because they had this advantage. Or, you know, it, it, it's the, it's. Well, you're, so, you're now like a black man talking about white privilege. Yeah, yes, yes, I have that. <laughs> I'm like a black man. Everyone says it. Everyone says you're like a black man. Even black people feel I'm, I'm one of their own. <laughs> you have but, you suffered know, from bra from white privilege. Like my father had a recording studio. And instead of saying to me, son, don't worry, you have a job. You're going to work with me. He was like, I don't want you in my recording. So I said to him, did you ever think? He goes, no, I don't want you working here. My father rejected me. He claims that he was doing me a favor because it's a shit business. But, but like, my dad was, you know, the engineer on Tennessee tuxedo cartoons. Like, he never said to me. He no, never brought you in and taught you how to record anything. No. He didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even know how to press a record button. <laughs> nothing. The man showed me nothing. And I think it triggers me because look at George Harrison's son gets to be up on stage at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and. For some reason, when Jason Bonham's up there, I don't bum out because Jason Bonham's amazing. No, yeah, because J Jason has been in here and, you well, know, he's, Jason's, been, he's played with Led Zeppelin. He's playing with Sammy Hagar. He's got his own. Because band. when you hear Jason Bonham play the drums, he actually really earned it. He can really play. Now, I don't know. Maybe Danny's a great guitar player. D-H-A-N-I. <laughs> but, uh, you know, does it bother I, you I, with Sean Lennon? No. Oh, oh, Sean Lennon. Yeah. Yeah, of Not course. Julian, Sean. Not Julian. Not Julian. <laughs> Julian had hits. <laughs> I'm triggered by well-nurtured children who get love and attention from their parents. I'm very jealous. You know, a parent who says, son, I want you in my business. So, Wolfie, you don't mind Wolfie? No, because Wolfie, did you hear that song he wrote? Yes, of course. Yeah. But he was loved and nurtured by his son. I mean, by his dad. I know. I know. I hate that. <laughs> I'm really jealous of that. I have tremendous father hunger. So 
when I see Danny Harrison up there, I go, first of all, why is his head in every shot? Look at that guitar. He's wearing it up around his tits. The guitar is twice the size of him. How dare he stand up there with Tom Petty and, and Prince and Jeff Lynn? And, like, they, they never throw him a lead, even. He's only playing uh, rhythm guitar. If he started wailing like they Prince threw him clapping, a bone. That's what they did. They said, okay, Danny, you want to play yeah. guitar? Go ahead. And quite frankly, he grew up the son of George Harrison. How many breaks does that guy need? He's gotten all the breaks. <laughs> I, I need a break. Put me up there. Do you pop. hate Prince Harry, William, Charles? All oh, those? yeah. All of those fuckers. <laughs> Going way back to, like, you know, Prince Bartholomew. <laughs> you remember him. From from 1400. Oh, I hate all them. I hate the royalty. I hate anybody who's handed anything. And, yeah, I'm a bitter guy. I'm a bitter guy. And so I... You know, my apologies to, to Danny Harrison. I uh, there's no. You were thinking no, horrible thoughts about him all weekend, and yeah, I, I, he did I was nothing. Just like, I was just—he did nothing wrong. I just like <laughs> take him out of the shot. Prince is playing right over his shoulder. There's Danny, and then Danny throws a smile to Tom Petty, and I'm like, no, 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 you don't get to do the smile thing with the other guys. And I get angry, and and I'm like, ooh, you're such a <laughs> shallow, shallow man. What, do you ever stop to think, what is that in me? What is it triggering? Yes. And how Father do I hunger. get rid of it? Oh, no, I'm, I can't get rid of that. Again, <laughs> it's not going anywhere. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, know. I mean, you'd that. hope that you could release yourself from this. So you could in other words, Danny and go, oh, there's Danny. And no, nothing in other words, would happen. In other words, you feel you could see a reality where in the future, I'll watch this video, which I know I'll watch again because I love it. I love when Prince yeah. comes out. I love Jeff Lynn singing. I love Tom Petty and Eric Clapton playing lead. You, you envision a future where I could work on myself. And then I'll be like, how sweet is that? There's Danny Harrison playing up yeah, there in a tribute to his father. <laughs> wow, that'd be awesome. Yes. Do you bring, see, this is a thing to bring up in therapy. I need to delve into this and, and get this out of me. No, no, no. I never bring that up. I, I don't want him to think I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> I put my best foot forward in therapy so he thinks you, he's you're, you're only else. telling him the good stuff. <laughs> yeah, because I want him to go, yeah, yeah, yeah don't worry. We shouldn't lock you up. I, if, I, if I reveal who I am, they're going to have me in a mental institution. I don't want to be in one. I, I got too much to do. Come on, they'll let you out to do the show. <laughs> if I if I tell my my psychiatrist what's really in my head, I'm going to hear a knock on the door and be like, um, I'll be mid sentence and I and I'll hear the knock on the door and it'll be like, oh, we're here. And like, who is that? And I open the door and there's a guy in a, with a big white straitjacket and he takes me away. <laughs> <sighs> I don't enjoy anything. It's a weird thing, my brain. When I start enjoying something like the tribute to George Harrison at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, my brain says, how dare you some focus on something positive? I'll give you something to be upset by. Go look at Danny Harrison playing the guitar. <laughs> I thought when they said that, uh, what's the guy who remade the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame video? I can't think of his name. We, he's worked with us a million times. It's Joel terrible. Gallen. Joel Gallen. Thank you, Gary. Joel Gallen, great director, directs all the big uh, specials. I hope he's, he's nobody's son. I hope he didn't he, get nurtured. No, Joel. Joel <laughs> grew up in the gutter. He was a punk. He was a nobody. He had to earn everything. I, 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 
I thought when he said he was recutting it, I thought they meant they were going to cut out Danny Harrison. (laughs) Or is he in it more? Maybe they cut him in more. (laughs) Well, there are times that Prince is doing his lead and I look and right over Prince's shoulder is Danny's head. And I'm like, (laughs) what the fuck? But it's just me and Danny Harrison, I'm sure. By the way, let me let me give you the caveat to all this. I know people who know him say he's the loveliest kid ever and very talented. But I don't know, but. He could be delightful. You don't know, but you're hating on the poor child. But right, 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 right. You're like an internet troll in his life. Yeah, but no, but I don't write him. I just sit here and I accept it. <laughs> Joel Gallen said... You think said, he's not going to hear this today? No, he doesn't listen to serious. <laughs> he doesn't need to. He doesn't need to drive himself. He doesn't need it in the car. <laughs> Joe Gallen said there were several shots that were bothering me. I got rid of all the dissolves and made them cuts. Who gives a fuck about that? And added lots more close-ups of Prince during the solo. I think it's better now. Yeah, yeah, it is. You know, yeah, there I mean, wasn't a lot of Prince in that solo, which was a little irritating because you wanted to see him playing. Well, the truth is you really see Prince's genius. He's such a great performer, and I get sad when I think that he's gone. I mean, what a talent that guy was. <sighs> but, uh, yeah, I, I ruin everything. Everything makes me sad. Oh, my therapist is on the phone. Give me a second. I got to answer this. <laughs> yeah, yes, doctor. Howard, uh, get your ass over here. Wow. Yeah, you're, you're, you're pretty you're, fucked in the head. Yeah, I know, I know. I, I just don't want you to know about it because I was afraid you'd have me committed to a mental institution. Well, we, we've still got plenty of serious work to do, Howard. It's been over right. 12 hours since I last saw you. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm more, and the, the weird thing is I'm more fucked up than tw- I was 12 hours ago. Listen, don't finish the show. Just get in the car and get here immediately. All right. You're making me look like an asshole. People are going to go think I'm not doing my job right. Right, all right. I'll be right over. I got to quit. You're the making show. him look bad, Howard. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> I made him look bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, everything, just everything. Like I told you, uh, Ted Utz told me about this uh, thing on Facebook called the dub, uh, ex-people who worked at WRNW radio. First station I ever worked at was called WRNW, Progressive Rock from the Woods in Briarcliff Manor. And I, I go on there and I get all steamed up. I get fucking now, what crazy. That, what irritates you about that? I get triggered. I get triggered. I, I I love that word triggered. That's a whole new thing. Triggered. I get triggered when I get on there. I, well, I read the comments of people who used to work at WRNW. And a lot of the people are like, WRNW was the greatest part of my life. <laughs> Those days at that little radio station. You know, in other words... This was fucking 40 years ago, and in the, it's, they, ne, they never had a good experience in radio since then. This was un, you let me tell you something. feel bad for those people. I do. I feel bad. Oh. I don't even want to think. I, I go, oh, my God, what a horrible thing to write. <laughs> for 40 years, their best thing that ever happened to them was 40 years ago working at this shithole radio station. <laughs> it was the worst time in my life. I, a, I had zero money. I couldn't even get a decent apartment. I wanted to get a garden apartment in Bronxville. I got turned down because the fucking, uh, the maintenance guy, whatever you call him, he wanted it. 
The superintendent, you should have seen this guy. He wanted me to slip him an extra month's salary, you know, like an extra month's rent. Yeah. It was, t- was $200 a month rent. I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have $200 to, to, to give this guy a schmear, as they call it. And I lost the apartment because some rich fucking kid walked in with 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, it made me, who he probably got from his dad. And uh, I had to take a shithole apartment in Yonkers. But I'm reading these comments and I'm getting crazy. Like I literally had to stop reading it because these guys are like, man, remember that little house? We could play whatever records we wanted. And I just remember how great. And I go, who was sitting there thinking was great? I remember sitting there neurotically going, I'm making $96 a week. I'm sitting here. This station is so fucking down that that on Sunday morning, there was a record we had to play for the Mary Knoll Church. It was a Sunday morning religious program. I couldn't find the new records. I don't know where they were placed. I played the same sermon every fucking week for a year and not one complaint came in. No one knew. No one was listening. It was a station with zero listeners. And thank God, because I was so bad, who would listen to this? And it had no signal. It was like a horrible, the, the wattage was like 3,000 watts. It, it was a meaningless experience, except I got to practice being on the radio. But I would sit there neurotically every single day and go, oh, my God, I got to get out of here. If I'm one of these losers that spends the rest of my life at WRNW, a little tiny radio station. I, I, I'm not going to be able to be a grown man and make a living and, and be somebody. I got to get out of here. So for two years, I sat there like a nut job. You were there for two years? Two years. Wow. I didn't realize it was that long. I needed two years. I was horrible. <laughs> and then I started, I realized I would read Billboard magazine that anybody who was anybody in radio had worked at like a hundred radio stations. You'd read about like, you know, Bob Pittman started working in radio when he was 12 and he was already at 27 radio stations. <laughs> and you go, how did he do that? 12? I didn't have hair on my balls at 12. How do you walk into a radio station and get a job? By the time he was 14, he was program director in North Carolina. And I'm like, you fucking loser. You're, 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 Who are you calling the loser? I'm losing me. track. Me. <laughs> I'm the loser. I, I graduated Boston University, Miss Sumer, a magna cum laude, one of those. And, and Bob Pittman's like, like laughing at me. He's in college. <laughs> at 14, I was a program director of uh, some sh- fucking station in North Carolina. And I was like, you are a loser. You better get your ass out of here. You got to get a job somewhere. And I started sending out tapes everywhere to sh- shitty radio stations like in Connecticut, like in the woods somewhere. And they wouldn't even hire me. I get back a letter from the general manager. It's horrible. You're horrible. Finally, after two years, I got an audition at WCCC AM and FM in Hartford. Big station, 50,000 watt FM. I mean, what a station. And they, they, I told you, the program director, Bill Nozzle, gave me an audition. He told me I was horrible, sent me home. I called him a couple of weeks later. I said, can you give me another chance? I think I got it in me. He did give me another chance and he hired me. And I mean, I was out of 
WRNW was a black. I mean, I was like, oh my god. And then I remember now I'm at a big station. I'm, I suck. I'm not gonna go. You know, I mean, but I read these comments. It was so great. I go, what was so great? The neuroses was horrible. The the the. the. <laughs> and then I go on the air there and. Meg Griffin and her husband, Joe, were like music experts, music aficionados. And I'd be like, I don't know shit about music. And they'd make they'd go, um, you you'll be the morning man because your your taste is very commercial. You play Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. I go, is something wrong with that? Commercial. I, I, I was in Backwardsville. Everything. <laughs> my my taste is commercial. So you're putting me on in the morning. Yeah, First somebody might listen. Yeah, I mean, isn't that I the idea? I thought that was to, the idea. <laughs> how about playing a song somebody recognizes? That's bad. <laughs> then I'm at home studying songs nobody listens to. I'd look at the bottom of the chart. I'd see what are the worst-selling albums in the country, and then I'd start playing them. I, I would purposely look for things nobody ever heard of. <laughs> I, they I mean, I'm, screwed you up. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I was in Bizarro World. They go, your taste is very commercial. Yeah. You play a lot of Crosby, Stills, and Nash, and Beatles, and yeah, isn't that kind of what's popular? Yeah, but that, we're not about that. But what are we about? Like, we're about, you know, the Ramones, and, you know, all this shit at CBGBs, and, uh, you know, all this. Uh, that we were, haven't you heard of the band Television? No, no one has. <laughs> Aren't you playing uh, the Velvet Underground? No, no one is. No one is playing that except you two. <laughs> I was in Bizarro World. I just got to get out. How was I going to get out? And then I'm reading, you know, Bob Pittman, 12-year-old wonder kid, running a group of radio stations when he turned 13 for his mitzvah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, how is this happening? You know? Rick Dees was doing radio when he was nine. Yeah, but why are you reading uh, the the posts from WRNW? I'm not going to read it anymore. get together over no that? I don't know, but then I read these guys. Man, I never had a better time than when I was there. And I'm like, whoa, wasn't that 40 years ago? That can't be the best time in your life. That's so sad. I get depressed. Everything depressed. Well, that's my point. Why would you? What were you doing going on there? If somebody told me that existed, I still wouldn't go on if I had oh been at that God. station. Because that's well, stupid. That's 100 years ago. What do I care about? R. I was I was trying to find something to make me feel better after watching the Danny Harrison tribute oh. to his father. <laughs> well, that didn't work out <laughs> too well. I just go from one thing to the next. <laughs> That's why the only thing that doesn't seem to depress me is this adventure Denali that I watch on YouTube. She's a a young woman, young girl who uh, she I watched videos of her with her journals and her pens. I watched one. What about the animals that are all around her? She's like a Disney movie. Yeah, exactly. It makes me happy. (laughs) And she takes good care of her animals and she's perfect and she's so sweet. And she goes, oh, this pen makes me so excited. And my new journal and look at them together, how good they look. And I just don't go looking for some happiness. Uh, This is the dumbest video. I'd rather go to. No, it's great. Stop it. Stop it. (laughs) I just got my Mr. Darcy butter rum folio 
from 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 it's it, i watched this this weekend i watched the video of her she bought an old desk adventure denali and she um she was showing us how she was putting it together and she was practically orgasming over her desk she bought a desk for like 200 bucks it looked like the thing looked like it was going to fall apart and the, scroll is <laughs> the same so... 200 bucks you didn't have to schmear she used right. to buy a desk <laughs> and she's been saved and then like it's heartbreaking but saving up for 17 years and now i've got a desk and i'm like there's a big hole in her wall but i, I you know but she's so happy so happy with you know and then she goes on a hike with her ferret and her dog i mean it's just it's like little house on the prairie for me I love it. She she was so excited this weekend because she bought an onion skin paper a journal. Yeah, I'm waiting for the Disney song to come in about walking through the woods with my ferret and my cat and my yeah. the, 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 this the, woman is the, you know like all the twirling things they put in the the uh, animation. All I know is she's a modern day Snow White, and that's why I watch. Yeah. And I look at it and I'm trying to see if I can find something. I'm like, maybe in the future, uh, you know, when Howard wants a gift, I'll do, I can't sit through five minutes of it. Stop it. You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, um, I want to hang out with her so bad. I just want to like, you know, I just want to, I just want to soak in. Oh, all I that wish happiness. I could put you there. I yeah. wish you, please. Arizona. Uh, Adventure Denali or whatever your name is. Amen. Invite Howard. I want to adopt Adventure Denali, but Beth won't let me. She thinks it's inappropriate. <laughs> yeah, I think Denali. she's a little too old for a dog. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to adopt you. How much is that? <laughs> but uh, You'll ruin her. Oh, of course. I suck everybody's energy. As Beth says, you're a lot. That's her famous quote. <laughs> Yeah, I can't calm down. I uh, They released some new movie this weekend from uh, Angelina Jolie, which looked pretty good, like it was an action movie. I saw the trailer for it, but I, I thought it was going to be on Netflix, and I went to see it. And it wasn't there, so I was like, oh, I, I must have screwed up. I think it's there, yeah. No, it's on uh, HBO Max. You know, I can't okay. keep track of all these streaming services, but they, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's they... hard today to find anything. JD saw it. He said it was good, so. I, gotta get I didn't that. even know it was there, but yeah, you you know, you used to turn on the TV and whatever was new was right there. But right. now you got to be on the right streaming service to find everything. Hey, Bobo, what's up? I haven't spoken to you in a while. It's Bobo, everybody. Hey, how you doing there, Howard? I have to say, it's it's a bunch of bullshit. No longer wearing masks if you're fully vaccinated, according to the CDC, right? Look what happened to the Bill Maher, despite being vaccinated. He's still tested positive. And Disney down here, where I live, I was at Universal last week, tens of thousands of people, and they say you don't need a mask. And it's it's well, insane. Do you well, have, have you been vaccinated? Oh, absolutely. Okay. You know, you know, Bobo is right. You know, I, I do want to say it. It is very confusing because, you know, some states as we know, go all out now and say, don't worry about it. You don't need to wear a mask. Other they states said that like, before the CDC said anything. We're ending our mask mandates. The other states like New York, of course, uh, Governor Cuomo said, well, hold your horses. Let's let, let me look at this and let, you know, wear a mask for this, that and the other thing. 
It is confusing because, uh, as Bobo points out, and I don't think for some reason, I don't know what people must be dense, but they don't seem to understand that you can still get COVID, but the vaccination will make the symptoms either non-existent and, uh, or, or, lighter. or lighter or in a very rare case, it could really fuck you up again. So the problem is, we would be in so, we would be done with this covid we're so lucky to live in a country that can offer the free vaccine i mean imagine in india they're all dropping dead over there they're freaking out they don't have the resources we have here in america we're still a great country we almost we almost lost our greatness but okay we're getting back there and now we have the vaccine and we have assholes who will not get it now what does that mean it's putting us in a weird situation we would have achieved herd immunity. We have the resources. We have just idiots, assholes, fuckfaces who should be sent to India. If I was Did the president. Did you see that Ricky I, Schroeder jumped all over a guy at Costco because the guy at Costco asked him to wear a mask? Yeah, this is what Ricky I'm talking Schroeder, about. Ricky Schroeder, the child actor. Yeah. Well, he's an he, idiot. He walks into Costco. What's he doing there? And the guy says, look. We, you know, you have to wear a mask. And Ricky Schroeder went off on the kid. I don't know what at that him just because they say we have to wear masks. You're going to make give us back our freedom. Oh, my God. This is these are these Trumpies. I don't know how they got this way. I don't know what's going on with them. You know, is it a big deal to ask someone to wear a mask while they're in Costco? What do you plan on living there? So you're there for 15 minutes. You put on a fucking mask if that's the policy. Why? And the kid, Jason, is just doing what the boss told him to do. Why is Ricky Schroeder yelling at him? Well, if you were a grown man named Ricky, don't you think <laughs> you'd be angry? You know what I mean? At least I sit home and be angry. I don't sit there and inflict my pain on other right. people. Stay away so, from Costco if you're so angry. These people, we are No, there's a part, Howard, where it just gets Robin so right, but it gets even crazier because now it's just the guy working at Costco and Rick Schroeder starts yelling, why are you listening to these people? Why are you listening? Mm. These people f messed up this whole government. And then he turns the camera on himself and he goes, I'm going in for my refund. And I suggest no one ever shop at Costco again. And I was like, well, I'll shop like there. A shitty 80 show. Like, who are you? You're a fucking moron. These they people are, listen. Well, you know, and then when they get, and then when they, you know, by the way, there's a new report on COVID. Did you hear this? COVID in many people, it's affecting their penis, that there are people who have limp dick for six fucking months. I'll read you the fucking oh, report. Shit. You want to. Where did you study? get this? <laughs> Miami University scientists scanned the penis tissue of two COVID patients who were struggling to get erections and discovered the virus was still lingering in their penises six Fuck. months after contracting the virus. The virus doesn't know you. Uh, your hands off my penis, please. This is the first time <clears throat> COVID has been found in someone's penis. The men are age 65 and 71. Uh, TMZ was into this story back in January. They talked with comedian Michael Blackson about vaccinations, and he warned that he had COVID and that it gave him limp dick, but nobody was listening. I'm, oh. I'm going to play it for you. Yeah, no, listen to this. This is a this is a legit thing. Uh, let me play it for you here. 
This is Michael Blackson on having a limp dick. Trust me, if you had a chance, a chance if you had a chance of catching COVID or taking the vaccination, trust me, take the fucking vaccination. Yeah, it, it was that bad. Yeah, COVID is that. Oh bad. wow. Yeah, yeah. How did? How, what, what were some of the symptoms? How did you feel? Oh, everything, man. Shitting on myself. You know, uh, can't taste nothing. No desire to have sex, which was the worst part. You're kidding. <laughs> really? Is that yeah. one of the symptoms? One, yeah, one of the symptoms. You get a limp, a limp dick. A limp dick. It's no joke. And so what I'm saying is the reason that they want you to wear a mask in certain situations is because the idiots in our country won't get vaccinated. Uh, let's say I'm vaccinated and I'm walking around without a mask and I get covid. Maybe now with the with the vaccine, of course, I'm not going to get a big reaction to it, but I'm going to give it to some asshole who isn't been vaccinated or or, 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 and then because of the variants and things going on, that 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 it's escalating as opposed to de-escalating. So we, we well, Howard, it's yesterday, so simple. I listened to Doctor Fauci, right? And Doctor Fauci said, "What they have discovered now is that if you contract COVID and are asymptomatic." There is less of the virus in your nasal passages than a non-vaccinated person. So it's there's a lower chance of you transmitting the disease yes. to others. The problem so is... So that's why the CDC has said, go ahead. If you're vaccinated, you do not need a mask. You have less of a chance of getting it. It's more effective against the variants. Yes. So this is what they're saying to people. And we'd be in complete, complete euphoria if all of the morons in the country who won't get vaccinated got vaccinated. This attitude, you people, these people who these people are scientists. And then people are upset, like Dr. Rand Paul, that the scientists don't know 100 percent what's going on. But that's why they want the mask wearing, because we don't know exactly what's going on. This is a moving. But again, I'm saying the CDC has now yes. said you have a vaccine. You don't have to wear a mask anywhere. That's right. But they're not. But they're saying if you go into a supermarket, Costco, if you go into, um, um, you know, some indoor area where Howard, you you're are not listening. They have said no. even in crowded areas, vaccinated people do not need a mask. All right. Well, well that's then, what they're then... saying at Disney. But how is that going to work when tens of thousands of people walking in? But yet you have to go on the line for two hours for an attraction. You have to have a mask. What is the thought process? They're, they're a bunch well, of morons. They're not thinking. Well, this Disney out. is making its own regulations. Yep. This shit show. That's what it is. Yeah, they think we're all sheep in sheep's clothing. By the way, Robin, right. how, do you sp- how, how do you spell CDC? <laughs> Meanwhile, all I'll tell you is... I'm still wearing we ha- my mask. I know you are, and so am I. I. Not when I go on a walk. Here's how I'm doing it. And and again, I don't, you know, I'm no scientist, but uh, based on, as Robin said, what Dr. Fauci said, which I'm, that's the guy I'm listening to. When I go on a walk now, I don't wear a mask outside mm-hmm. um i haven't worked up to going to a restaurant even outdoors yet i that, that i'm not comfortable with yet but i am comfortable seeing some people who have been vaccinated now i don't like the honor system personally 
Yeah, that's I believe- what gets me. It's like. We're all taking off our mask, and if you're vaccinated, you don't need one, but it's the honor system we're going to use to determine. I don't like the honor system because there's mostly not honorable people. In yeah, we don't have any honor. That's what's been proven over this whole year. I think you have to have your card that shows you're vaccinated, and you need to produce it. They should, you should wear it like a laminate around your neck, and I need to see that you've been fucking vaccinated. Because yep. I've already met a couple of assholes who are not vaccinated, who tell me, oh, no, 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 I think I had COVID, so I've got the <laughs> antibodies. I go, you think, did you get tested? No, no, but I, I had a headache They only during think the they pandemic. have COVID, but they're sure they have the antibodies. Yeah. 30, 37% of the country is now fully vaccinated. 47% have received at least one dose. But the but, number um, of people getting the vaccine every day is dropping. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. But... Uh, Anyway, Bobo's right. It's very, very confusing. Let's go to Angry Black. Angry Black, I haven't heard from Angry. you in years. We haven't talked to him hey, in forever. Hey, now, old friend. Old friends, Robin. Freddy, How are you? Gary. Yes. I'm hanging in there, brother. I'm just older now. That's all. I got gray hair on my goatee now. Can you believe that? Jeez, I haven't heard from this guy. Are you still angry or you just calm down now? I'm, I'm still angry, but he's angry. But but as but as I've gotten older, I've gotten more. uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Resolve, so to speak. Uh, But I'm a little upset, Howard. I'm concerned about you, bro. This COVID thing. Wait a second. You said as you get older, you've gotten more bizarre. No, resolved. Resolved. Oh, resolved. More, more uh, even tempered. Yes, yes. Because because now it's uh, if I get into a fight or something like that. Nobody wants to fight no more. They want to sue. So I have to do the right thing. So. <laughs> That'll take care of it. Yeah. 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 And, 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 you know, so I just, you know, we say over here in my local spot that I hang out, all my boys, we're old gangsters. We don't fight anymore. We press charges now. We don't. That's how we roll now. So are but you, I'm, I'm looking, um, would it be fair to call you Mellow Black instead of Angry Black? <laughs> you know what? From, from, from time to time, actually, my boy Kenny, who runs my, the local bar, I attend to uh, the strap hanger. He says that from time to time. So we sit in the corner and we talk about the '80s and how it used to be, and how all the old days we used to fight and stuff. Because look at him, look, he's mellow. He's drinking a beer and he's, he's mellow. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm all right, I'm all right. But the how old I are you now? That, uh, I'm almost fifty. Can you believe that? Oh, I'm, yeah, all, but I'm that's almost great, 50, bro. You're young yeah, man, I'm hanging as far in there. I got a new car. Got me a uh, nice new BMW uh, M440, uh, 380 horsepower, twin turbo. You ever get? Chicks did you ever get married? No, that I, I missed that boat. I missed that boat. Marriage and children. That I miss. But you never know. I, I'm still you could still do brown, it. So. Yeah, you could still do it. I'm still. Don't you give a still, Robin? Let me handle this. Unless got a BMW. you have COVID penis, you can still do. it. <laughs> What about Robin? I mean, uh, excuse me here. I don't well, there's be, no uh, children hey. coming from here. Well, he doesn't hey, want I've children. Always loved, I've always loved Robin. She still looks good, still sounds great. Yeah. And after, you know, and after beating that cancer, God bless her. Hey, hey Robin, if, if you want to get together for dinner, we can go to Nobu. <laughs> I, I mean, I believe Nobu's over. <laughs> hey, look at this. Whoever thought you'd look hook you up with Angry a Black? Love connection. Oh, yeah, look at me. I'm such a matchmaker. All right, what can I do for you, Angry Black? I, uh, I mean, Mellow Black. All right, bro. Real simple. I've been thinking about this the last few weeks. This COVID stuff that's going on, it is a pandemic. It is serious. Okay? But yes. it's going to get better. With a sure. little faith, 
and Already a lot of better. science. Our country has beaten SARS, Ebola, uh, swine flu. That's you right. Can't live in, you can't live in fear. You and your beautiful wife, you're going to tell me going forward, old friend, that you're not going to go to a restaurant? No of course food? I am. Uh, of course I am. Okay. Okay. No, I mean, not, not right now. I haven't worked up to it. You know, let me tell you something. You say don't live in fear. I'm glad I lived in fear. I I, I took it seriously. You avoided and... COVID the whole time. Yeah. yeah. It's a disease don't wanna... you don't have to get. I have a friend who was in the hospital. The guy came close to dying. I mean, what do you mean don't live in fear? I'm I'm looking to live. I don't want to die. Okay. Great to hear from Mellow Black. I love don't the people who fear. say don't live in fear, don't live in fear. Go out and get the disease and just figure out afterwards if you're your life is oh, going to be ever okay again. But I thought it was funny that Bill Maher, because I could tell he was getting COVID uh, fatigue. He'd been saying things on the show that led me to believe, ooh, he needs to break out. And, of course, this week he couldn't have a show because he tested positive for the virus. They say he's asymptomatic, right? Yeah, yeah, that's why he didn't know. And then, they, you know, but they've continued yeah. doing the periodic testing where he works and he came in for his test because they've been uh, having live audiences uh very small but live limited audiences and stuff like that and he's got a whole crew and he came in and the test was uh positive so he was sent home and they canceled the show for this week it was good to hear from angry black but um he says don't live in fear i live in fear i sleep in fear and when i vacation i'm in fear so uh, I'm always in fear. That's me. That's who I am. That's how I roll. That's I don't how I live roll. in fear, but I do take precautions. No, I live in fear. And it's gotten me to where I am. I've been to restaurants. I told you I've been to the museum. I've been a, an overnight guest at someone's home who's completely vaccinated. Oh, is that right? You didn't yeah, tell me that. I did. Uh, the time I gave my confession priest i gave you the confession that i went to someone's home and spent two nights she was so afraid to tell me <laughs> <laughs> it took her like a couple of days and then she called me and goes i want to tell you something i go what she goes i spent the night at somebody's house and then i was like what <laughs> <laughs> you sound like you have a death wish <laughs> We've come all this way. I was like, look, I, I can't tell it before I go. I got to just go. <laughs> yeah, because I would, you know, I would have ruined it. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not the, the best person to call. King of all blacks. How you doing, King? Good, 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 good. I'm double vaccinated. And I want to ask, is angry black still on the line? No, no, I hung up. I, I had to move on, but. Uh... <laughs> we. We ain't hear that. We ain't hear from that nigga in three years, and all, and he's still trying to act white. He's not getting the vaccination. I'm not getting it. What the fuck is Did wrong with this Did he say that? Guy? He didn't say that. I don't oh, know I what he, he said. Was saying that he, yeah, I thought he was against vaccinations. Vaccination. Vaccination. You want to talk that's to him? I, that's why I called him. I would love to. I wonder if I could get him back on the line. Hey, uh, Gary, see if you can get Angry Black back on the phone. King wants to talk to him. He says, uh, <clears throat> first of all, you, you always are always calling other black guys acting white. Why is he acting white? He says, uh, says what to, well, to trigger remember, that? 
But remember, back in the day, he used to always, you know, try to get white girls, like, and he had the, um, you know, the personalized license plates. And I don't know, he just had that vibe to me. You know, I one see. of them, uh, yeah, one of those, one, uh, of, them you know, one of them niggas. One of them niggas that always trying to, you know, I can't, they shave off their mustache. I, I don't know. It's just a, I could, I could point them out. I could point them out. <laughs> right off so the bat. You, I, gotta I, meet I, for I, I forget the history. Do you, um, do, do you guys not get along? You, you, you being king of all blacks and him being angry black. Did you, did you guys not get along? I mean, it, I mean, he was cool. He's a nice guy and everything, but I don't know. He just rubbed me the wrong way. All you right, let me talk. Exactly. I got him here. I got him here. Hey, Angry Black, did you know you rubbed you. King of All Blacks uh, the wrong way? He says you try to act white, quote, unquote. Uh, oh, come on, man. I love King, but I don't try to act white. I, I wouldn't. I would never say that. I don't know why we yeah. rub him the wrong way. But do you do you shave off your mustache? <laughs> no, I, that, I, I don't like to wear a mustache. I have a goatee. I don't have a mustache. I, don't like a mustache. <laughs> I told you. I told you. That's oh, that. That's that. There, remember, is... ca- remember, remember, Cabby. That's that look. That's the, he, 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 he's into that shit. What kind of beer do you drink? Uh, what was it I normally drink? Uh, Heineken. Black <laughs> so people I, can't I, drink I, Heineken. I drink Heineken, and I have a shot of Absolute. <laughs> we ain't seen this nigga in years, and he's still the same way. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm the same way. Put me in the cold, uncaring earth. But I do got that new whip, though. Did you see it? I put it on Twitter. You can follow me at well, Real Angry Black. What do you have? Got me a BMW, son. M440. So grill. That's not grill. What that? That's nice, but what, what do you got on the plate? You got angry black on the plate, AV? No, no. My attorney told me to get rid of that because people will come after me. They think I'm rich. No attorney. Why do you have an attorney? You don't have a you don't have an attorney on standby for criminal charges, like you know, a motor vehicle, anything like that. You don't have somebody in case of a rainy day. I have a real estate attorney. I don't need no attorney for criminal shit. Well, I'm not doing nothing. No, 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 no. I'm not doing nothing either. But you always got to have an attorney in your back pocket. You know that. Why? Because you probably, don't you carry a PBA card like all the mother niggas that think they white? I I don't have to carry a PBA card. You know why? Because everybody (laughs) knows me across the country because of the Howard Stern show. Everybody knows me. I'm a known guy. What? what? <laughs> I'm a known guy. Nigga, we forgot about you five years ago. But we don't know about I'm you. On the, obviously, I'm on the, obviously, I'm on the air now. So, apparently, somebody didn't forget about me. Did you take the vaccination, the vaccine? I am not taking no vaccination because I told I you. I told you how. I'm not. I told you were you right. I, told I you. cannot. I'm always that. right. Are you crazy? No, and I, black. Let me explain. Let me let me explain. The reason oh, I'm not God. taking it is because I don't want to take it. If I get ill, heaven forbid, I will go to my personal physician or the emergency room. I don't get sick. I'm not wearing no oh, mask. Oh but what, let, I'm not. I'm not. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. You said if you get sick, you go to your physician or or, or whatever. 
What, what, what if you go to the funeral home? What if you go past all that shit? <laughs> and, and be in the yeah. fucking ground. Let me ask you something, angry like black, angry about- black. Seriously, because I'm I'm fascinated by this. Do you not read okay. what's going on in India and how people are dropping of dead? Co- of course I do, and I don't understand how India, who which has nuclear weapons, they don't got enough oxygen. They don't got doctors in order to treat oxygen But wait a second, you didn't read in this country that were, were, were how many how many people died. In this country. Oh, I, I know. And, and most of them died in New York State thanks to Governor Cuomo. But that's a different story. I'm not going to hold this guy. Everybody knows what he's doing. This guy is old. This guy, boy. No, 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 no. I'm telling you, I believe in science. I believe in doctors. No, you don't. I'm listening to what they're saying. Yes, Why no, would you risk your life? But what's the matter with you? You know what's going to happen to you? You're going to get fucking COVID. And he, now with the variants no, the and everything thing else, is he might not get it, and he won't know how wrong he is. No, well, no, you know, what's yeah, and he might get that? it, and he might get it, and he might die, and there might not be anything they can do to but help him in the hospital. But the next time, he'll still use this stupid logic, and he may it's kill not, someone. Robin, it's not stupid. I'm basing this on science. I'm listening to the doctors. I'm listening to science. So you so listening to your. If you listening to your doctor, don't doesn't your doctor tell you? If your doctor tells you not to get the vaccine, don't you think you need a new doctor? No, 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 no. He suggested. He said you might want to think about getting the vaccine. I said, Nah, I'm not going to get no vaccine. I said, I'm all right. He said, well, you know, oh my god, that is so stupid. Dumb. It's dumb. Yes. And and by the way, let me let me let me say something here. You know, did you just hear what I said? The new thing is your dick can go limp, like for, the, yeah, the, the virus goes yeah, into your that. dick. I heard that. What do you think of that? Yeah, Why would you risk that. that? What do you think the What do you think no, the vaccine's going to do? I've taken it. Robin's taken it. King All Black's taken it. Everyone's taken it, and nothing's happened to us except the fact that we can now walk around mass free. Why would you well, not get in I'm on not that? Why? But why wouldn't you? What do you think? What do you think the vaccine's going to do to you? This is my personal opinion. Because of what has girl. been going on for the last year and a half, Wait, I want to hear mayors this. and these governors trying to get you to conform, trying to yeah. get you to follow, be good right. sheep. Be good sheep. Sheep. No, heaven forbid Reference. I get ill, again, I'll go to the emergency room or see my doctor. Heaven forbid I pass away, which I know I'm not for a long, long time. You know, I'll be all right. Wow. Trust me. Confident man. It's going to be over by June or July. Roll the dice. It's going to be over by June or July. Oh, yeah. That's what Trump said. Oh, it was supposed to be over last fall and last summer. What happened? (laughs) Look what's happened to our country. Look what's happened. Look what's happened to our country. We are filled with people. Everybody thinks they're so bold. I'm not going to be a sheep. What happens when... Assholes like you overrun hospitals <laughs> because you're all sick at the same time. But I'm not sick, Robin. That's the thing. Not yet. I know. You're not, not sick until you're sick. sick. You like I the people who don't want health for? insurance until they are sick. That's right. Who did you vote for? Tell the truth. Uh, Oh, I'll always tell the truth. You know me. I'm an open book, bro. I'm going to tell the truth. Whole... Stop lying. Who would you vote for? Uh, unfor- I, uh, unfortunately, I had to hold my nose and vote for Biden. 
Look at listen listen to this nigga. Listen to this, listen to this nigga. <laughs> I to really this nigga. don't understand anything that's happening in the world. Let today. me ask you another question. Um, let me ask you another question, Angry Black. Around January sixth, was you, was you down in Washington? I wasn't in Washington. That was an ins- <laughs> that was an ins- that that was an insurrection, and every one of them should be held accountable. Yeah, was you in Washington? You got you got to you got to understand something about me. I'm a blue blood. I'm a Reagan Democrat. I'm not you no socialist. I'm not no commie. Nothing like that. I believe in a hand up as opposed to a handout. They're paying people to stay home. The government's printing money for able-bodied people to stay home. Do you hear this guy? Do you hear this nigga? Do you hear this nigga? Yes, hear me, son. You got to hear me. That's all I'm saying. Let let me ask you a question. And this has been a long time. Do you you have... I'm going to ask you. Do you have leather at the top of your Timberlands yet? I, I remember years ago, you had them Timberlands. Listen to me. Years ago, you had them Timberland boots on with no leather at the top with the sponge bottoms. Do you still <laughs> wear them? Do you still wear shit like that? No, only wear shell to Adidas, bro. Shell to Adidas. White on white or black on white. Yo, how are these going? Shell to Adidas. <laughs> What's wrong with uh, those kind of Adidas? I wear shell to Adidas since I was in eighth grade, bro. And I don't care. I, 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 I I'll pay 85 100 I don't care. Whatever. I don't wear any other brand of sneakers, bro. That's the way I roll. Yo, you know why You know why they're not good? Because after a while, after about three wears, they crease in the left. They crease. It, they, look, they look crazy, my nigga. Yo, what do you wear, King? King, what do you wear? What should he be What should he be wearing? I go on stock at, I, I like exclusives, not all the time. You know what I'm saying? I got a pair of Pumas I wear every day. I got a little shit I wear every day. That's but good. I got some stock at shit. I got some exclusives. I got some exclusives. I got the all black tar, Charles Broccoli high tops. Them shit was $450, my nigga. See, I can't. I just wear my shell toes, man. I've been wearing them since Angry I was in eighth Black. grade. No, no, you wear your shell toes because you got to. You, I'm telling you right now, nigga. They, if, if I, oh god, I wish I could see this, nigga. Can you take a picture and post it? <laughs> I, I didn't realize you were wearing Timberlands without leather on top. I, I should have hung up on you. Bottoms, yeah, well, <laughs> well, it's my bottom. Those are the type of. <laughs> Howard, those are the type of Timberlands that's in the front of the store, like in the bin. You know what I'm talking right. about? <laughs> yeah. You got to find bin. the match. <laughs> no, they, they, no, they, no, they tied together. They tied together. <laughs> you can put them, and right. when you go to the register, you put them around your neck. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, I have to well, tell you, you know, King. Kids, Japs. King, you remind me of like when I lived in Roosevelt, there was like a very big thing with 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 most of the black kids I went to school with and, and the school was all black. There was a lot of put down humor about what people wore like, you know, yes. and I never understood like like there's a lot of sort of rules. Oh, about we was what... big into that. We was big into that. Yeah, we was big. When I was a kid. the thing with me, the thing with me was my my you know, I'm not I'm, I'm just telling you the truth. My parents did very well, so we was up there in the hill, and I. But I had a, a a mindset of down the hill, so I always knew what to get 
And my father was, my parents were biased for me, so I was good like that. But What's the thing? Day, what I, is the thing now? If you're a young black man, let's say 25 years old, what should you be wearing? What would I, should I be seen in? What is the, what is the optimal clothing I could be wearing so that you wouldn't say I was a, uh, a black guy trying to be white? What would be the outfit? Or, or herb. I mean, you say you, you try not to be a herb. See, see, he's he such a, he's so whack. All right, you would wear, I mean, you, you could wear some, some, now you don't have to get Balmain jeans and all that stuff. That's all jokes. I mean, if you could get them, that's fine. But you could get a pair of, uh, uh, true religion or, 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 or G Star jeans. You know what I'm saying? Okay, skinny, uh, straight leg jeans. Like straight leg, skinny jeans. You get you a pair of exclusives. You could get you some um, uh, uh, phone posits. Uh, nice what shoes phone should posits. you be wearing? Phone posits. Like, I just told you. Oh, like phone what, what about? I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Me, what about like Air <laughs> Jordans? Are Air Jordans still cool? Yep. Yeah, you oh, can okay. wear Air Jordans, but not the kind. Not the kind that you could get at Foot Locker. Like you know, what I'm saying, don't go up to Foot Locker and ask them for some Jordans. Because them just ain't the ones. Those, you got to go to StockX. You got to go to Fight Club. Those type of sites where you can get. I just bought my daughter. What? She's 16 and she's vaccinated. But I just bought her some dunks, some uh, uh, Nike dunks. And they was like 375. They but that how bad. would somebody but, know that I bought my Air Jordans from uh, Foot Locker? From Foot Locker. I mean, how, because, aren't they the same? Because they. Because they're in Foot Locker. They'll be like, yo, where you get them shit from Foot Locker? You know, they be trolling you. They say, you got them from Foot Locker? And you say, yeah. They be like, this. Why wouldn't I just Why? lie and say I didn't get them from Foot Locker? Be got them from Fight Because Club. we know, <laughs> because they know that they're in there. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you got them from Fight Club, we know that you didn't get them from, from Foot Locker. You know what I'm saying? Because but what, but, 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 I don't know why that. would you? What do you know that? But, but why? But but why is it better to pay more for the same sneakers from Fight Club that you got from uh, Foot Locker? Because they're not the same. You know what I'm saying? Oh. But I understand what you're saying. It's it's no. listen. That's just some nigga. No, that's we don't understand what nigga. we're saying. <laughs> yeah. Let me ask you. What about those? Do you think? Do you think it's appropriate for uh, young cats? You know, with with the jeans that you mentioned and stuff. To be wearing tight, you know, skinny jeans, you think that's appropriate for a man to wear? No, no, I don't think, you know what, you You always have to dress age appropriate. You can't exactly. be walking around my age looking like no kid. But I no, do I don't, I don't, I can't believe, I see these young guys on The Bachelor wearing skinny jeans. They oh, all look terrible. like. terrible. Yeah. They, they nah, look you, don't, you don't wear skinny jeans. A man's not supposed to wear no, skinny jeans. No, 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 don't stuff. listen to him. Yo, Howard, if you're looking for uh, a clothes advice. You know not to listen to this nigga. So I don't know what he's talking about. I'm <laughs> not I'm, talking I'm about. I, I, just, I just don't think a man should wear tight jeans or tight fitted stuff unless you're. What I'm with you. you. I'm with him. I'm with him. Wait, 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 wait. Well, so what do you wear? What kind of jeans? I know what kind of jeans I was wear. Them shit's probably like a thousand dollars, and they and right. they ripped up. I'm talking That's about. Right. I'm talking right. about. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, angry black. What kind of jeans you wear, Wrangler? <laughs> <laughs> I 
Yo, I'm a, I'm a simple man. I'm a simple angry man. I just simply wear, uh, what do you call it? What's, what's those jeans called? Uh, Lee? Yeah, what do you call them? That's Levi's? <laughs> or Lee's. No, Levi's. No, actually, I'm joking. I, wear, I usually wear uh, Levi's. I, I buy Levi's. I don't, I don't, Levi's I don't go too cool. crazy. Levi's is cool. The 501s, they, they got different brands of Levi's. All right, let me but ask you a question. Cool. They're good jeans. What about, good jeans. what about Yeezy sneakers? Are they cool or are they oh. not cool? What? They all flames. They flame. They flame. These young, what does that these mean? Young cats That's kill good. somebody on the street to buy those sneakers, man. No, easy. Let me tell you something, Howard. All jokes aside, you 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 should get the all black. Um, I forgot the name of them. The all black easy. You would love them. I know you would like them. I send you wow. a picture of them, Howard, and they, they they and I know you got it. They about like they like a thousand dollars, like like not not a thousand. I'm sorry, they probably about like six seven hundred. Wow. You know what I'm saying the all black with what, the what, red. What? Ooh, and your Howard, <laughs> you need a pair of those. <laughs> yeah, they, really? uh, yeah, they, they, they hot. I got, I, I'll admit that they hot. And then, they hot. and then you know, and then you know what you say the best. You say, I just picked up these all black easies. <laughs> is it ever? Is it? <laughs> but, but when you see a, <laughs> but when you see a white guy in Yeezys, are you like, oh, there's a guy who's uh, trying too hard? No, no, yeah. because let me no, tell you I something. Say that. Tom, I'm like, what are you doing? No, no, times have changed. There, there is, there is a, there, you can be, when you, when you white, if you're a white guy and you wearing Yeezys or the stuff I'm talking, that doesn't mean you acting black. I, that's, right. That used to be years ago. Now it's just cool. We all cool. Like, you know that's what I'm saying? Good. It's not that white, y'all. You're trying to be oh, black. Oh, things are nah, getting better? Like no yeah, things have gotten better. <laughs> yeah, right? not, yeah you, you ever go down to Harlem now? It's, it's entirely different now in Harlem. Could I could I could I buy could I go to um like Foot Locker and buy a pair of just like running shoes or is that bad? Yes. No, you can go get your pair. You could don't listen to him. Don't you don't no no no. You go to Foot Locker. Foot Locker is a good spot. It is a good spot, and you're right, Howard. You could go in there and get your pair, but don't be trying to dress them up like you got some crazy shit on. You know what I'm saying? Just throw them on. Don't don't say, "Oh, I'm gonna match my outfit with these sneakers." Cause, like, come on, make you like a clown. But if you just <laughs> put them on, you know what I'm saying? You just go into the store. You look fresh. You know. Are there things? Are there sneakers. things still in America that white people shouldn't wear? No, I think that's off limits now. I think mm-hmm. I think I think the I know niggas that wear Doc Martens and 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 be wow. like. And be in the hood, like they be cool with that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? They'll, they'll wear Doc Martens. And you know, that wow. was a strictly white boy thing. My thing is like if, I, if I'm in the city or I'm just walking around and I see a white person and they got, you know, Pac, Biggie, and they're over the age of like, you know, 22. I'm like, yo, who's that? On your shirt. Oh, uh, uh, Tupac. Uh, what is he, a singer? Rapper? What, what, what? Um, oh, no. I think he was a poet. You, 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 I think he was a poet. No. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Have a nice day, man. No, you see, you still in that racist mindset. Let me tell you something. I have no racist <laughs> mindset. We're all created equal. What? How we all created equal? Nigga, you can't walk everywhere white people can walk. What the fuck is you talking about? What are you doing? I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, when I, I, I go where I want to go. That's what, and that, and that goes back that? to this COVID. 
that just goes back when to that culture the, stuff I was just talking about. You, I'm not looking for privileges. Everything. No, there are certain communities. Come on, angry black. There's certain well, communities. Well, creative equal if you're, is different if you're, from being equal under the law. Angry. There, there, if you walk around certain communities, a cop will pull up uh, to check out who you are if uh, you're a black guy. Yeah, you know, on, you got you can't, on, my, on my late on my late mother's life. Okay. I can go anywhere I want to, New York, New Jersey, whatever. I, with the exception of my stupidity four years ago, I'm not getting pulled over. And if I get pulled see, over, I'm very cordial see, and so, so forth. See, I'm not afraid of that. No, no, no cop is pulling me over to her. No, I'm not saying anything anti-cop. I'm saying, though, there are certain places where, like, you know, people in the community will call up the police and go, hey, there's some black guy walking around in there. You better go take a look. Yeah, no, you're right about that, Howard. But yeah. by the same token, I'm mean, nice to go back to see my boy Mike Trainer in Bensonhurst, and it, it was rough back in the day. Oh, it was rough back in the day. What are you training for? He said Mike no, Trainer no. is the guy's name. My I think. friends, it's my friend's name, King. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not training man. anymore. I'm not, works I'm on not our working show. anymore. I don't do that. All right. All right, all right, all right. Nigga, Listen. you old as hell. You ain't training for you, nothing, you, nigga. You old as hell. <laughs> oh, my God. This is crazy. Now, King, King. Now, what if happens when you see... If I got to go back in the see... gym for a boxing match, I'll do it. Can a white guy wear say? a... Uh, can, can a white guy wear a BLM shirt? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. He, he, or she, he or she can, but I, I look at... I look, liken that to somebody, like a, a roach with a shirt on saying... Roaches for raid, you know what I'm saying? It's oh, just, come on, it's come just... on, listen. Howard, check this, big. this nigga's bugging. Yo, let me tell you something. The Black Lives, the Black Lives Matter movement was, 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 is, is big because of white people. Black people couldn't, I, and I'm not saying this to disparaging white black people, but if you notice, for years, we've been, you know, they've been trying to get equal, listen, a march and everything, but it was all black. So nobody would listen. So now when Asians and white people got involved, that made people listen. So we do need white people to get the black message. Gary, order me the the Yeezy Boost 350 Pirate Black. I'm on the (laughs) web right now. I want the 2016 edition immediately, all right? Only get it on on fightclub.com, please. And don't forget your Black Lives Matter t-shirt. Right, oh, and get me a BLM see, shirt. See? Yeah, see. No, no, Howard, you you don't wear that type of shit. But what, what, what you, what you, if you get the black ones, they got they got. I'm not at my computer now, but they got red on them. They yeah. got red on them, and and tell them to get you the Yeezy slides in pure P U R E pure. Say, I want to tell. tell see, I thought. I thought you would say the Yeezy sneakers weren't cool because Kanye was like hanging out with Trump or something. But you, no. you're telling me no, no, they no, are. Let me tell you something. Kanye's a herb. Kanye's a herb. Trump's Trump not crazy. Herb. Herb. Talk about What's a herb? What is he talking about? A herb. A drug. A sucker. A fool. A, you know, a he's a herb. Yeah. Kanye West's a herb. He, he's a herb. He, he's angry blacks a herb. So listen, what, 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 what I'm saying, what I'm saying is. Jeezy, I could separate Jeezy from the Trump shit because his sneakers are fire. I'm telling right. you, he, okay. he's a billionaire off of his sneakers. 
The sneakers, I don't know what kind of mind this dude has to make sneakers, but every pair is 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 unbelievable. Wow. You are right about that. I'll give you that. Wow. You say, who who knew someone could invent a sneaker these you know, with every sneaker that out That would there. blow your mind. <laughs> that would blow your mind. That's pretty impressive, I got to admit. No, I'm Howard, kind of, uh, no, this is hot. It is. Dude, I admit that. You know what I, right. you know what I ordered? You know what I ordered, Howard? I ordered, and you know what I'm saying? You can see whatever. I ordered the Louis Vuitton messenger bag. Ooh, nigga. Woo! Really? That shit is all, it's all black. No, yeah, wait. It, it got the Louis LVs on it because I was going to get the one with the squares. But I wanted people to know it was Louis Vuitton. I just, that's just me. Right? And, and they had the, and they got the plate. It's like about 2600 Jeez. I ordered that. And what are you going to put in the I messenger mean, bag? You don't go anywhere anymore. Yeah, what, what are you putting in there? <laughs> You know when you go in the mall and shit and try to look into it and it's just dumb shit. Like you got to keep going in the bag. Right. <laughs> let me just you gotta, hey Howard, real quick. Let me get off topic for one minute. Moment. Are we ever going to do another road trip, Vegas, Florida, something like that? Or no? <laughs> this nigga is in the, in the, the, the how? Can I answer for you, Howard? No. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, King of All Blacks is my spokesman now. He'll answer for me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I think it's important that when the timing is right. Uh, Robin and I send a signal that, uh, hey, you know, people should get back to normal. And so, in fact, uh, I will take a road trip to L.A. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. Hey, That's, Howard, what hear, That's what I want to hear, Because I know Marianne's yeah, listening coming. right now. She's you probably coming. saying she's going to take the train. You're not going. You're not vaccinated. I don't know where you think you're going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're going. never seeing you again. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. so I'll tell you what. If I get vaccinated and I show my papers, will I be allowed to go? Yes. No. <laughs> Yeah, you can get on a plane and meet us there and, uh, and stand outside the studio. Look at this. Okay. All right. I'll be Everybody back can go to L.A. that wants to go to L.A. You can go tomorrow if you, you can wait road, for us. If you do a road trip, you do a road trip with the show, I'm definitely going to get vaccinated for you then. I would definitely All right. Angry, angry All right. black. Maybe angry we need black. to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me, let me just angry black. You, I thought you had all of these principles about the vaccination. So soon as it, no offense, Howard, but soon as a white man said you could go somewhere, you go get vaccinated. <laughs> yeah, you got damn right. Shit, it's the science show. Oh, shit. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Uh, uh, big, hey, Angry Black, do you know how to tap dance too? <laughs> that I do Where not know. Go there. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yo, when he coming, when he coming to the bar and stealing them white people, he go, "Where the hell are there?" Ah, <laughs> oh, come on, that's ridiculous. All right, Yo, thank you. Hey Howard, oh. when he went into the beer place, when he went into the beer place, they what thought he was. <laughs> When he went to the BMW dealer, they thought he was a driver. <laughs> what the hell are nah, you talking about? I, I think he's it, now no, doing his own comedy in, show. When I, in, when I walked in, Ricky said, hey, ready for another car? Oh. I said, yes, I am. Ricky, this guy is This guy. Tenafly BMW, baby. Tenafly BMW. No, I know, I know the spot. I know the spot, and I like the car. I ain't gonna fuck. But did you get that dog? What color did you get? 
Black, black, and it's got that blue lighting in, inside. I'll even post a picture okay. on my Twitter once I get off the phone. Y'all got the all black right, grill. All right, the, all the right, grill, all The grill is sick. I ain't even putting a plate on the front of the car. And I, I, I hit Ronnie up on Twitter. I sent him a picture. Yo, that car, uh, all the BMWs I've ever had, this is the dopest BMW I have ever had. <laughs> well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> We can't argue about his car. You know what I'm saying? We could get just like just like Kanye West. We could forget about Trump and buy his sneakers. We could like yeah, but King, car. King, but what if he walks yeah. out of the car and he's wearing like with skinny jeans or something? But Adidas on. What happens? If he walks, if he walks out the car with them Adidas on, talking about he's against the vaccination and he drink Heineken, we already know. We already know. What do you drink, King? What kind of beer are you supposed to drink? I really don't drink because I lost. I don't. I don't really drink anymore. But I. But when I do drink, I drink a cause like you know some something like like that because I'm trying to lose weight. But but <laughs> that's drink cool. Vodka or no? <laughs> what? King, you drink vodka? Yeah, I drink. I drink citrus summer, nigga. Citrus summer, Ciroc, nigga. Now, what wait a second. I, what absolute, 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 absolute. I absolute. I love absolute. absolute. Drink that shit like it's water. Hey, hey, listen, listen. The vodka I drink, you gotta ask the lady behind the counter, nigga. The the the, the vodka I drink, you can't get it from the aisle. It's over there in aisle one, nigga. Go on over there and get it. They got Are open the saying, case. I mean, not the case. Let me they ask you something. I never understood this. You're saying. As a uh, black man, there are certain beers one should drink in order to be. Yes. Yes. Really? No, I never not, knew that. Not sure no, 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 no. Vodka is one thing. Like, like the Vodka King says he drinks. That's good shit. Absolutely. Well, what beer do you drink, but, King, to be cool, let's say, or to be accepted into the black I'll, community? I'll, I will drink only two brands either Heineken or, like King said, Coors Light. I will not drink Budweiser. I will not drink Pat's Blue Ribbon. That's yeah, that's yeah, it, it, white. That's it, it, hillbilly type shit. Hill, hillbilly yeah, yeah, type shit. He, 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 he don't want to be you know what I'm saying, the village down the East Village white. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I hang around All these right. people, you know? Man, well, if, if that was the case, he'd be drinking craft beer, wouldn't he? Man, there's a lot of pressure here. being black. I got to tell you, there's a lot of pressure. <laughs> we, we got a spot here in Hackensack uh, uh, called the Strap Hanger. That's my local spot I go to. There you go. Now Kenny, you're coming out. And, it's coming out now, Howard. No, no, no. And Kenny and his wife, Mimi, everybody is good people. They got craft beer. They got everything. It's packed in it. I'm not into craft beer. I just like my Heineken or either Coors Light and my Absolute. But, you know, so when you hey, go there, when you... When you go there, when you go there, how many black people? Are, I mean, I know you don't see color and all that, but how many black people are there when you're there? Everybody, the whole town, cops, firemen, we're all friends there, bro. Guys, I went to school with, ain't no. Now when ain't I no, hear, when I hear, when I hear cops, and I, you know, I love cops and firemen. Well, but when I hear I'm cops, about. when I see cops and firemen are in there, I don't see. I don't. Just my mind doesn't see a lot of black people in there. Am I right? No, no, no. Everybody within the sound of my voice. 
Come to the strap hanging at Hackensack. Oh, if here I'm you go with this cloak. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm saying, yo, brother, we, everybody's in there. It's a ton of black people. Now that Murphy's into this capacity crap, you know, the bar's back to normal. Everybody's back to normal. Can you think that angry black is going to a bar where there are mostly white people? Is that what you're accusing him of? There is zero question. Zero question. Zero question. I know you're upstate now. Come down. Come down. I'm not upstate. Hang on. I'm not upstate. I sold my parents' house that was that was on the, I sold my parents' house. So, so I'm right, not back in Jersey then. Yeah, I'm back in Jersey. Okay, all right, yo, come to, and, come and, to and the strap. And my parents, hang on, my parents' house was in the cul-de-sac. Now go ahead. Oh my god! What, you like <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> all right, all right. Let's just go. It's a dead end. But anyway, all right. And like, I'm gonna, uh, no, no, King, come, come, come to the spot and hang with us, man. Come and drink right. with us. Angry see, Black. Let me say. Let me say this. Let me say something. Angry just, Black. First, right, okay. first of all, I want to say goodbye to Angry Black. Who, by the way, good to hear your voice again. Yes. Uh, thank Same you. Uh, go get a vaccine, yeah. my friend. And go get a. Took the words right out of my mouth. Thank you for that. All right, Angry Black. Everyone. Hmm. Nigga, yeah, John. <laughs> yes, John. Hey, hey now. Hey now. Is this Howard? Yeah. Oh, come on. Come on. <laughs> king, king of all blacks, why are you yeah. such an asshole? Why am I such an asshole? What are you yeah, talking about? I'm much. not an asshole. Well, I'm yeah, you asshole. are. Who, who, who are you to tell people what they can and can't wear? I mean, you, you fucking you you offer nothing to this show. Absolutely, he's do, saying he do. as a as a, a man who lives in the black community. He is aware of certain uh, things he claims. Weird. He claims that he knows. He's, he what, claims not to live in the black community, though. <laughs> no, but he but he has an ESP for the black community. He know he doesn't live there, but he knows. Yes. fashionista as you say you are talking about how you know everything then you would think outside of what everybody else is doing and another thing is you pay extra money for shoes that we get online or at the store for less money so you're paying hundreds if not thousands of dollars that's not for true. shoes that we that's pay we pay we pay listen these special jordans or yeezys that you're talking about the only thing that you consider them to be special is that you paid more money for the same shoes that i paid I got to admit, no, uh, King. I got to admit, King. Seth true. is right. I mean, you you brag about paying more than everyone else for the same item. I mean, it is right. odd to me. Yes, yeah, exactly. he's the guy who goes no, in and pays easy. more for the I'm car at the for... dealership. Yes, please charge me more because. Lauren, how much did you pay for your easy? How much did you pay for your easy? 
Let me. I, I don't listen. To be honest with you, I don't have the, the the chart. I could pull them up. I know when I see them. But what I'm saying is this: I'm not saying that you. First of all, you can go into Foot Locker and get some nice sneakers. I'm not saying that. I do that shit all the time. Yeah. Hundred dollar sneakers, uh, three hundred dollar sneakers. No. You can get some nice sneakers, right? But, but if you want to get exclusives, that's the word. Exclusive. You can go online. You can go online and get the exclusive. You just gotta know. No, you you just gotta, yes, you can. Which which exclusives are you talking about? I'm a sneakerhead. Okay, I've been wearing Jordans and Adidas okay. and Reeboks and okay. British Knights and everything since back in the day. No, what no, exclusives none of them are you talking power. about? None of them. None of them brands he just said has exclusives. None of them brands. Well, I got, I've got great news for you, King. I, uh, this is very cool. I'm going to offer you a Sirius XM s subscription exclusive to you now. It's $75 a month. You're the only one who is going to have it. It's exclusive. No. It's expensive, it's expensive but it's worth it. He thinks he's special because he pays extra money. Yes, it's, 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 I get it for retail. I get Yeezys so, for $220. Oh, you pay $500 for those. Oh, okay, let me goodness. ask you a question. Let All right, let's question. go on. Let's go to Jack. Jack on Florida. Go ahead. Dude, I got a 25 dollars Rolex. You want to play with me? Oh, man. Come on. Come on. Yeezys, those things are dead. They're dead. They're dead. They put out a million pairs of those things, man. They sit for retail in every single store, man. Wait a man. minute. Wait a minute. How not, how you, you have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know what I'm Yeezys talking about. Like 350 V2s, those things are trash. Uh, let me ask you, you a maybe question. Some of the V1s that you're talking about. There you go. Money, now you're talking. Every frat now you're kid, talking. Every frat kid has a pair of Yeezy 350s. And let me, let me ask you a question. Champ oh. Walking around in 2014. If you want some cool shoes today, you got to be buying Dunks. You got to be buying Jordan 1. I already know Jordan that. Sixes, I know. I anything know. Travis Scott. Howard, but you're talking about these. Hold on, I'm trying to learn, Jack. You're saying Yeezys are horrible, and Jordan ones are in, and Travis Scott. I didn't even know. I don't. And Dunks. Travis Scott. Travis Scott makes a Dunk sneaker. He he got it's a Travis Scott. I forgot the name of. I bought my daughter the pair. I just told you I bought my daughter pair of Dunks. They Travis Scott. Are they exclusive? Are they exclusive? Yeah, oh, they yeah, are exclusive. Yeah, they make like 70,000 of them. That's it. And the Yeezys, they oh make like a couple God. million. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Howard, can I just say this? Do they make 70,000 Rolexes, nigga? Do they make 70,000 of them? <laughs> they got a bunch of them, too. They got a bunch of them, too. Aren't they exclusive? Aren't they exclusive? No, they just Answer cost that. a lot of money. That doesn't mean they're exclusive. Oh, gotta have the money. Are you serious? Uh, that's what you say about a Rolex watch, that they just cost a lot of money? That's what you say. Yeah, it's like a Picasso. It, it, they make one of them. You know, it's exclusive. It costs a lot of money too, but it doesn't mean it's it's it's. Right. it's well, it's there a you go. I didn't. I didn't trash. plan to spend an hour on shoes. Uh, there's a lot uh, to learn here. Me, can, uh, can, can I just say one thing? Can I just yes. can I just yes. say one thing about Rolexes because they, people got a lot of shit messed up about them. If don't get, you have to get the Rolex where the crown meets at the band in the back. You can't get the one with the class. That's just, how do you know that? How do you know such things? I know me... it. I know it. I know it. I know it. Because when you wave to somebody, you say hello or bye. The crown is meeting. 
The clown is meeting. That's what I would say. If you raise your hand with a roller, I'd be like, yo, that nigga clown is meeting. All right. All right. Okay. That Thank you. I see that. The yeah, I, I, I better get my ass kicked. <laughs> yes, get Mike. The easy get the all black joints. I'm going to get them. Mike hey, uh, in Michigan. Go ahead. I, I just don't get it. I've been uh, listening for 25 years, converted from Drew and Mike back in the day to 97.1. I've never called a show. But if you're vaccinated, why do you care so much what other people do? It doesn't affect. You're protected. Oh, good. I want herd immunity. Because because despite everything, if we have herd immunity, we can even get rid of the variants that are popping up. It would be. We would we we want to achieve herd immunity so that we can actually really go back to normal without any fear whatsoever. But I think. I think over over the years you've made a point, and I think this is the most important thing. If you take care of your health and you eat properly oh, and you keep the, no. the inflammation down, you can. No, avoid Mike. All that. Mike, and let me you tell ask, you something, you Mike. Follow the science, okay? Mike, ahead. Mike, listen to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm listening. I believe we have to take care of ourselves. You're right. You eat well. You try to, you know, you don't eat all the sugary junk and all that, and 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 you try for optimal health so you'll feel good. But polio. I don't care how well you eat. And there are people who died from. There are people who died from. What'd you say? Only Johnson and Johnson is the vaccine. Only the Johnson and Johnson is a vaccine. The other Pfizer and Moderna is not a vaccine. It goes with the RNA, not the DNA. Look it up. Now you really. You're talking about the transmission system that the. Listen, listen to me, Mike. I, 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 I suppose you're a genius and your, your medical degree no. is probably from the best school no. in Harvard. But, uh, but, that's but, what you but do, Mike, man. I hear you. Mike, what do you do for a living? Uh, and I, I don't mean this disparagingly. I just kind of want to know. I your, know. I know. I'll be honest. What I'm, do you I'm do, a Mike? business owner. I'm a, I'm a, I own a construction company. So go okay. ahead. I got so you. So construction, yeah. you're number one. I would, uh, if, if I want to, you know, that, if I want to build it. a house, I'm calling Mike. But you really don't you. know. This is all nonsense. If you if you understand what's going on in the world with this COVID, you would not even do this for I, yourself. I don't know if you have children or grandchildren. I don't know how old you are, but I'm a guy who has I, children, and I got news for you. I want a world where too. I worry about other people, too. Not just me. I can sit in my house for the next I, 20 years, and I'd be happy. I'm doing it for other people, too, Howard so my parents don't get COVID. And, and, and so... And we, you know what he got? You know what? You know he got that advice from what he's talking about. He's at the construction site. He got that advice from the coffee truck. You know, the coffee truck. No. Yeah, and they yeah, don't right. Talk about this is what. This is what. This is what's me. going on. Well, the coffee truck Look has become Dr. the Brian internet. Cole. Look All up right, Doctor Brian Cole from he's Mayo Mayo right, Clinic no. certified. There's a guy from the University yeah. of Stanford. You don't have to worry experts. about yeah. Go ahead. You go find the no, expert. My, all right. I, King, yeah, I got to go. All right. Thank you, about, King. Just worry about what kind of... Wait, Howard, can I just say one thing? I got a yes. new Twitter page. I just want people to, to sign up to my Twitter page, King of All Blacks, on Twitter. That's all. What is it, Paul? Paul's Black. in Pennsylvania, everybody. Yeah, Paul, go ahead. Join us quickly, please. Yeah, yeah real quick. Hey, King, you're so full of shit. You're talking about the Rolexes where the class, where the crown meets the crown. That was a president yeah. that they discontinued like 25 years ago. So you're full of shit. You can get one right now, brand new. You can buy used, but the president was replaced by. No. Uh, yes. They're Don't not tell me. I got five Rolexes. 
Oh, oh there, there you go. I there you go. Them. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Post them. Post I collect them, Black. I collect them. Paul, let me yeah. ask you a question. When King says sure. you, you got to get a Rolex where the crown meets the crown. Do you know yeah. what he's talking mm -hmm. about? <laughs> what is yeah, he talking it, about? You you tell me. Okay. It's a particular watch. It's called the presidential or the president. Um, it has a Jubilee bracelet where the crown is actually the clasp that connects to the other side of the bracelet. Yes. So whenever you close the bracelet, there's a crown there versus a clasp, like a like a metal clasp or, or, or something of that nature. He's talking about the and watch that, I got, Howard. He's talking about the watch I got. But, yeah. I'm so in other words, yeah, so. you're telling me some guy <laughs> went out and bought a $25,000 Rolex watch and he doesn't have the crown meeting the crown or whatever the fuck it is. He he's being foolish or something like 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 King knows no, something. That's a bad watch. No, no, it wouldn't cost no. twenty five because that watch is cheaper. That watch is considerably cheaper and usually. Well, hey, hey King, 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 let me ask you this. You won't I let me finish. You, you won't let me. No, you because you because you. I got a two tone yeah, date yeah. just. With a diamond that's, that's whack. That's whack, nigga. That's whack. Throw that shit out. Throw that shit out. Wait, wait. What are we talking about? What do you have? Wait a second. Hold on. Paul, what do you have? I have a uh, two-tone date just with a diamond dial. So, so there's diamonds on the dial, pure diamonds, and it's two-tone gold 18-carat uh, Jubilee bracelet. And it's probably valued. I just had them appraised for insurance, and it appraised at fifteen five. So so it's so it's good. I, listen, you can. I don't care. I gotta listen, listen. And this is no joke. This is no fucking joke. I got a diamond earring that's appraised at twenty five thousand. A one diamond. Fuck is you good talking you. about, nigga? Good for you. Fuck is you talking I'm about? Don't try to challenge me. Don't try to challenge me. Hey Howard, he's a he's a douche. I I love you guys. <laughs> You're <laughs> a douche. I'm, I'm, I'm a douche. And you wearing a two-tone Rolex. How am I, douche? <laughs> I got Breitling. I, I got Omegas. King, you are a douche. A pure douche. I didn't know there were uncool Rolexes. I mean, the guys walking around with you the Rolex or everything's cool. Let me ask them. Let me ask them something. Does your, does your two-tone Rolex, the crown meets the crown? No, it has a uh, metal clasp. Well, exactly, exactly. All you have to do is say no, and we know who you are, nigga. That's it. You All right. Thank you, King. No, King, thank you. Paul, thank you. All right. Thanks, we... Howard. Thank you, man. Thank you. All right. At wow. King of All Blacks on Twitter. Thank you, Howard. All right. Sure. Fair enough. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Not on. <laughs> we got a lesson in nothing today. Yeah, no, I, I learned nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mary. <laughs> I just like hearing guys argue about that. I do, too, but yeah. it was just about nothing. Right. Yes, Mary, you're probably calling it to say you're glad you learned about Yeezys and Rolexes and BMWs <laughs> and Gears and, and Dunks. Is that right? Hmm. Well, Mary Hello? seems to have fallen off the edge of the cliff. Oh. He's gone. Yes, Travis. Hey, now. Hey now. Hey now. Yeah, so uh, now King's looking for followers and stuff. I think it, it should be now dethroned King of All Blacks, though. And that we know the unfollow Bobo worked pretty good, but I think it's time for dethroning the King. <laughs> we, people like, I think his thank new you, name Travis. should be Garage Dale Laley. 
All right. Well, it seems that some people are offended by King of All Blacks and his various takes <laughs> on what people should be wearing and and what is whack and what is dope and who's a dude. Yeah. I, it, to spend all your time figuring out that stuff and not cybersecurity amazes me. I mean, we're we're going to hell in a handbasket and people are arguing over shoes. Well, I got something good for you. Zip Recruiter. I want to yeah. thank them for sponsoring the show today. Don't miss out on a great job candidate. Don't be a douche. George Takei here to say that Baby Tribble is much cuter than a Baby Yoda. Star Trek wins again. It's the Howard Stern Show. I say I smell. I forget the. I just like wow. He said I smell. John Wozniak wrote this song in an hour, Robin. What, what did John you do? John Wozniak. Wow. Yeah. John Wozniak, Marcy Playground. Hanging around. He was dating a girl, and uh, they were in her dorm room. And her roommate came in and said, oh, it smells like sex and candy in here. Huh? And he remembered that and he wrote the song. Yeah. I smell sex and candy. I got to write a song in an hour. I spend too much time writing my songs. That's the that's problem. That's right. See, that's the problem. You're wasting time. Dash it off. Aren't we all... Gabriel, you're on in Connecticut. Go ahead, real quick, and then I got a bunch of things I have to get to. We got sidetracked this morning. Go ahead. Hey now, Howard. How are you? Big fan. Hey now. Hey now. I want to share a COVID story uh, with you. A year ago, mid-April, I was in the hospital, very sick with COVID, and the doctors told me that I had to get on the ventilator to have any chance of uh, beating it, and they gave me remdesivir and started prepping the room, and you know, I, I got. Very, very scared. And the nurse came over to me, and she asked me if I wanted to do some music. And I knew that it was because, you know, they knew what I was facing. I knew what I was facing. And I said, no, I don't want to hear music. I want to hear Howard Stern. And, uh, you know, as on, on my deathbed, she, she grabbed her phone, went to YouTube, and found a, a clip of you and Robin discussing something. And, and that was the last thing that I heard uh, before I was put into a coma. And, uh, and and I fought COVID for about 21 days uh, in a coma. That's got to be the scariest thing when they put you in the hospital with COVID and they say, look, we got to put you on a ventilator. We're going to put you in a coma. Then you're aware of it. You've you got to be shitting your pants, especially a lot of people don't come out of those ventilators very well or at all. 
And, and, and as Robin knows, like once once that call is made, a whole team of different nurses comes in with whole hazmat. They bring in all this equipment. The room is prepped, and everyone's focused on getting the room ready. And I'm there just thinking, like, this could be it. Like, you know, at, at that right. point in mid-April, everyone knew the odds of coming out of a ventilator were, were, were nil. So, you know, I was just terrified, and, and they saw the fear in my eyes, and I just thought it was great that the nurse took the time to, you know, to try to calm me down and offer the music. And I just, I just wanted to hear you and, and Robin and, and Ronnie and not think about what I was about to face. And then the, the crazy thing, too, Howard, I think you'll appreciate this, uh, while I was in the coma for 21 days, I actually had three different uh, hallucinations. I, I, I think they're called hospital deliriums, but they're, they're hallucinations. And three of them involving you and the show that were pretty crazy. So you, you were definitely. They say that's a, a side of effect of COVID. COVID that a lot of people are hallucinating about me. About, about uh, you? <laughs> yes. You're not alone in that. No. That's another no, I, thing that happens. It's definitely true. It's definitely true. Well, you know, when, no, that, I, I, when, when, when King sorry, of, uh, or whatever, uh, Angry Black Angry was saying, Black, yeah. Angry Black, <laughs> I get everybody confused. It's not a racist thing. It's just everybody has their own name. <laughs> I, um, Robin, when, when he was talking about how he's not going to get the vaccine, it gets me so crazy because I know about Gabriel's story here. He, he survived COVID, but the ordeal, beside being put on a ventilator, He's had physical and medical trauma since then. He had to relearn how to walk and eat. He's had, he still has nerve damage in his legs and his arms. And so wow. when people cavalierly say to me, yeah, you know, I eat well and I've always been a pretty healthy guy. If I get it, I'll survive it. It's not a big deal. Um, I can tell you this. Gabriel now suffers from PTSD. He has short-term brain fog. You don't know what the hell is fucking with your system. We got this miracle, this vaccine. Help out your fellow brother and say, I'm going to take this so that our society can get back to normal. I mean, what, what, what are you carrying on? I mean, and, well, and, and I also you, love that he says, if I get sick, I'll either call my doctor or go to the hospital. That's exposing more people to danger when they have to they, take care of you because you're infected. Because at the hospital, they can't wait to take care of you in your yeah. COVID. Cause, and they'll go, did you get the vaccine? It's so no, much man. fun. Yeah. By the way, Gabriel, the only part of your story I'm concerned about, you say the nurse put uh, some clip on from YouTube. Was this an illegal, illegally obtained clip of our show, or uh, were you listening I, I, to something? I actually, I actually took the nurse to lunch, and I asked her that. I was like, how did you pick the clip? There's a lot of clips out there. And uh, she goes, no, I just found one uh, that said that Robin and Howard were discussing something, and I played it. And, uh, and that was it. So I, I honestly don't remember what it was. Because I was All right. Well, a little as long as it was legal. All right. <laughs> we don't yeah. want anybody bootlegging anything. Okay. Thank you, Gabriel. And uh, continued success on your recovery from COVID. And I'm glad you called in because, A, it appeals to my massive ego that you put me on instead of music. And uh, also it appeals to me because uh, you're pointing something out. You're pointing out that, that and, this and, is. And Howard, the last thing I want to add, I want to really emphasize, yeah, the, the physical stuff has sucked. It's taken me a full year to get back, and, and I've taken advantage of a second chance. I've gotten in great shape, got a trainer and everything, and, you know, all that's great. But like you just said, the thing that people don't discuss or understand of value is the mental aspect of this. You know, the, the impact of being in a, in, a, in a hospital for 21 days in a ventilator, not knowing if you're going to survive, for my family was a nightmare. You know, the, the mental side for the patient, for the nurses, for your family, that's what some people don't highlight in the press enough. How's and your dick? Does your thing? dick still work? 
I'll have to put my wife on the phone to discuss that, but uh, everything seems to be working <laughs> oh, better than God. before, some, Howard. Some guys' uh, penises have been affected. Yeah. But, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not wrong. Gabriel, I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you something now, and I want you to listen carefully. Go ahead, Howard. And I don't want to freak you out. <laughs> you're still in the hospital in a coma. This is You're dreaming this now that you're talking to me this on the phone. This is another hallucination. <laughs> yes. Now, listen. You got to wake up, dude. We've been trying to wake you up, okay? Thank you. I appreciate it. I'll try. There you go. All right. I had to tell you. That, that's like Matrix shit, you know? Wouldn't that be a great movie? Right. Like Gabriel. <laughs> Gabriel's still in the comb in the hospital, but he thinks he's talking to us, and he thinks he's back to normal. Jesus, that'd be oh. good. I'd watch that. Howard, can, 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 can I tell you the hallucination that I had? The, the one, one crazy one? Okay. I, I had a hallucination that you were on your Christmas break, your holiday break, and you were making a Narcos-type movie in northern Mexico, and you were the producer of it. And you were That's making right. one of these, like, behind-the-scenes, you know, the, the how, how, how you made the movie. And uh, Will Smith was the star of your movie. And, but the funny part was that Benji kept trying to interject himself into the movie. He had a <laughs> little bit of part that you gave him, his and bone. And he kept trying to butt into the interviews and trying to get a bigger role. And at one point... They're trying to talk yes. to Will Smith, and he's got it in front I of him. I told you, you're still in a coma, and you're in hell with me. That's my actual hell that I have a movie, and Benji's annoying me. Yeah, um, I'm in the Benji vortex in my coma still. All right. Thank you, Gabriel. Gabriel says uh, he's in a vortex of some sort. All right. There you go. Well, let me play you a little phony phone call nonsense. I got a lot of stuff here. I mean, we, we were falling behind. Uh, so many things I want to talk about. There's so much going on in the world. Yes. You know, I... Um, I saw last week, sitting around my house reading the news, and the big news was Ellen DeGeneres announces that she is giving up her lucrative television show. Uh, she's going to quit the show after next season. In other words, she'll be on for the rest of this season. 2022 is the last 2022 will right? be the last time Ellen will do her daytime talk show. She's had 19 years on the air. And then... It's amazing how much news this generated. You know, this was a big story. Why is it a big story? Number one, the show makes tremendous amounts of money. But uh, I notice uh, number two, I mean, that's number one. Number two, she's done it for 19 years. Very few people have that kind of longevity. But the big news was because she had been accused of being a horrible boss and uh, the terrible workplace and blah, 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 blah. So this, of course, led to speculation. I'm watching all these news shows, and what are they discussing? Why is Ellen really leaving her show? So it couldn't be because she just wants to. No. No. <laughs> it has to, there has to be some sort of story. In other words, the We can't ratings... take the words she just said. We've got well, to make up something else. Yeah, and then they get like three Yentas on there who claim to know something about show business and they're like one of them produced i don't know like a show or something or uh -huh. one of them had a college radio show <laughs> it was very funny to me because these experts i'm like who are these people who know so much they don't really they don't know what's going on but they kind of act like they do because a lot of a lot of these shows need people to talk and act like they know what they're talking about there are times howard i'm listening to you know some question is on the table and i'm listening to, i said they're absolutely saying nothing but using a lot of words. Well, one Yenta gets on, she goes, the reason Ellen is really leaving is because the ratings 
she's lost over half her audience in such and such a market, such and such a market, such a market, which is true. But the real truth is all of these daytime television shows have lost. All these talk shows have lost half their audience. Yes. And the reason why is when you tune in and you watch a talk show and people are on Zoom, it's just not as much fun because you know as well as I do when a hot chick is on, no one wants to just see her head. You want to see what she's wearing. That's why these, you know, they're, they, people aren't interacting in person. Even the award shows are suffering from that. You of course. You can't see an outfit that a person is wearing. They're not walking up on stage. Well, the next Yenta gets on and she says, listen, here's the real reason no one is watching Ellen's show. I go, okay, well, let's, this lady must know something. She goes, Ellen, the audience knows she's a hypocrite because <laughs> Ellen says to be kind and Ellen is nasty in the, uh, in the truth. You know, it's, it all came out and she says, and the audience will not put up with this. And I'm listening to this because I've been in radio and sort of show business for a long time. I can tell you the truth. This lady don't know what she's talking about. The audience doesn't give two fucks. Johnny Carson was probably the most popular. The nastiest. <laughs> the most popular show of all time. Yeah. And it used to come out regularly. Johnny doesn't see his kid. Johnny's a fucking alcoholic. Johnny treats Ed like a piece of shit. In fact, John, Ed once left at one point because Ed was, um, uh, you know, trying to assert himself and Johnny didn't want to deal with him. And then, and then oh. Johnny divorced his wife. Johnny hit his wife. Johnny only gave his wife 13 grand and left. And then he hasn't sent her a dime. I mean, the most horrible stories about Johnny. His ratings never went down. The audience doesn't give two fucks if Ellen's happy, sad, nice or, nice or mean. Or mean. <laughs> they just want to be entertained. That's it. There is no other reason. Audiences don't care how big a prick someone is or how big a hypocrite someone is. I mean, Trump is the biggest hypocrite. And people, he's, 75, he's a horrible person. People go, I don't care. I like the guy. 75 million people voted for Donald. Donald said, I like to, um, uh, with the pussy. What did he say with the pussy? I like Robin? to grab him by the pussy. They I like to grab, grab him by the pussy. You know how many women voted for Donald Trump? More women voted the next time. Like, that, as that, horrible they, as he was. Uh, or, you know, you go, oh, women are going to be so offended. Some guy just <laughs> said you can go up to women when you're famous and grab them by the pussy. He got more votes than anybody <laughs> and beat Hillary Clinton, a woman. Well, just, the, you know, this. Um, um, the, the answer is, Robin. Ellen What's her ratings. name? The the woman who who was the lead in the leadership of the 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 Senate. Yeah, Cheney's daughter. Yes, what did Liz the, Cheney. you know? She got voted out of her leadership role. What did Donald Trump say about her? She's a horrible person. <laughs> she has no personality. I'm like, you what's imagine? that got to do with politics? <laughs> Nothing. None of it makes any sense. Yeah. I'm telling you, Johnny, Johnny Carson could have beheaded Ed McMahon live on television and no one would have cared. They'd have said that was a great show. <laughs> yeah. So, you know watch. what? Thank God he <laughs> fucking took that guy's head off. We couldn't stand him or something like that. <laughs> Johnny did a great bit. He took the tomahawk and tomahawked uh, Ed's head off. But uh, as far as uh, 
selling goes. Yeah, her ratings are down. Her ratings are down because everybody in daytime television's ratings are down because everyone's sick of looking at Zoom. Because nobody cares what any of these celebrities have to say anyway. They want to see what they're wearing. That's it. That's the end of it. It's 10 minutes. Did anybody say that? (laughs) No, nobody said anything. You know, listen. Well, that's what I'm saying. You never get a real answer. They make up these things and they spend a lot of time explaining to you their theory, which means nothing. Nobody knows anything. Trust me. I've worked with some of the biggest experts in, in, in media. They all know nothing. I've, I've been in, in boardrooms with people who are running empires, and they are clueless. Nobody knows I anything. I stop every once in a while, and I say, you know, that guy just talked for like three minutes and didn't make a point. <laughs> I'll tell you here. I'll tell you what. Next year, if uh, guests are allowed to come into shows live and blah 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 blah, Ellen's ratings will be back up. What do you think when she leaves, her ratings will be up. Yeah, if I'm, it, it should, it'll be fine. As soon as people, as soon as guests can come back in. Um, let me tell you something. Uh, O.J. Simpson. Most of us believe he decapitated two people. Now he's on Twitter. I I gotta I gotta play you this. See, here, here's some research. I was gonna play you a phony phone call. I'll get to that in a minute. But I'm gonna play you. OJ this should be a phony phone call. <laughs> this is the great that OJ's actually on Twitter should be a phony phone call. You think people care if Ellen's a hypocrite? They don't give two shits. They don't give a shit if she beats her staff with chains. Nobody cares. Just entertain my ass. I mean, what, 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 you think people care about anything anymore? They don't seem to care about anything. I'm going to I'm grab women by one. the pussy and women <laughs> voted for the guy. I mean, it's it's nobody cares about anything. How could you say people are, are mad at Ellen? They don't even think about Ellen for 10 like, minutes. Ellen's the one who has to have some standards. Everybody else can be a right. piece of shit and yeah, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> And the audience has no integrity. They'll watch whatever they want to watch. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Uh, let me tell you something. Michael Jackson, he was hanging. I don't know whether he molested kids or not. I don't have any inside information on that. But he spent way too much fucking time with little kids alone in a room. Okay? People still love him. Uh, people send me memes with Michael Jackson. You know, like they couldn't yeah. wait to drag Michael out of the ashes and start using him again. Yeah. <laughs> Mel Gibson screaming the N-word, talking about the Jews, but no one cares. He's still Working. making movies. Movies. Which is, of course, the, the pinnacle in our society. Oh, if you make movies, oh, you're important. I mean, I don't know. Johnny Carson, do you, do you, do you, Ah, who cares? But this OJ, he is, this drives me fucking crazy. I'm watching OJ on Twitter and he is doing these messages from golf course, golf courses. He's in golf carts. He's one of them. He's, he's like in a hotel, like a beautiful setting on the beach with the, with the, with the ocean and, 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 and don't ask. He is having a great He's traveling around. Going to different golf courses? I don't know. One of these I'm going to play. Uh, he's Yes, golf courses. 
he was out on the water on one of them when he recorded his message. It's always sunny where OJ is. <laughs> Here, this is from May 10th. OJ revealed he's now a fan of Congresswoman Liz Cheney. <laughs> well, that hasn't done her any good. Yeah. Maybe keep that quiet. He's got over 900,000 followers. I mean, he mostly sticks to the NFL. 900,000. 900, he's almost up to a million. He mostly tweets about the NFL and fantasy football, but in the NFL, in the NFL offseason, he sometimes pivots to current events because there's not that much <laughs> stuff to talk about. So here's OJ talking about Liz Cheney. And, and, but he's on the golf course. Uh, watching cable news is all about Liz Cheney. Now, I got to admit, I was not a fan of Liz Cheney. Don't get me he wrong. He was not a fan of Liz Cheney. He's got some nerve. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you the truth. I, I, I considered cutting the bitch's head off, but I held off, and this time it paid off. Turn out I like her. I'm 50-50 on her politics, but I didn't like her. And then I just realized recently the reason I didn't like her had to do with her father. Probably my least favorite politician of my adult life, former Vice President Dick Cheney. Yeah, and he I was a little too cutthroat for my taste. What was wrong with Dick Cheney in uh, O.J.'s eyes, I wonder? Uh, well, I guess because, you know, he uh, orchestrated the Iraq war and uh, lied <laughs> oh, to yeah. the American public. I don't like liars. When he shot people, it was an accident. <laughs> yeah, my, I just was enraged. He killed a lot of people with that Iraq war. <laughs> I saw a show the other day, and I saw a quote by Voltaire, and it said that... Um, Patriotism was the enemy of mankind. Thought about that a little bit. Somehow I started thinking about the uh, Republican Party. Uh, and it seemed that fact-based truth and honesty seemed to be the enemy of many of these Republican politicians. And Liz Cheney stands up for the truth. That's something I know her father wouldn't have done. So right now I'm kind of a fan of Liz Cheney. In any event... Get your shots. Hope you stay healthy. God mm. bless. Um, you know what? It oh, drives maybe me crazy we're following because... OJ. I guess we're yeah. cheap to OJ. <laughs> Getting our shot. Uh, I'm a fan of the truth, except in courtroom situations. But uh, he's, he just drives me crazy because he's out there. Like Nicole is in the ground. Ron Goldman's in the ground. And this guy's on the like golf that court. stuff didn't happen. Yeah, and he gets to kind of be part of the public discussion. He gets to kind of be part of the public discussion. And Liz Cheney gets to read the paper every day over his coffee, that, that beautiful ritual. And well, he if gets he to live. has the nerve to say, I love her because she stands for the truth. Mm. I'm like, is he oblivious yes. to what happened? <laughs> <He> drives, listen. <laughs> <laughs> don't follow oj on twitter let me monitor oj and play it for you yeah he's sitting there going i got nine million followers nine hundred thousand or is there it he is again oh, nine hundred million i mean nine hundred thousand excuse me okay oj is annoyingly happy i mean so here's his thoughts on the nfl draft this is from may 3rd okay. but you'll hear a lot of wind but that's because O.J. is living his best life out on the water when he recorded this, and you have to see the view. I wish you could see this. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, I hope you had a good weekend as I had, but uh, He had a good weekend. 
He got to experience nobody's some of the best having as good life. a life as you, OJ. Just mm. deal with it. Does he? Do you think he ever has a guilty conscience, or are you just like no? Just really, is, I no. think that he sleeps like a baby at night. I think he's fine. The only way I would want you to follow OJ is if everything was like about Nicole. Like if he just went, hi, everybody, I'm here seeing the most beautiful sunset. If only Nicole could see this. <laughs> like if he would remind people that Nicole can't do any. But, but anyway, let's let's get back. Started off with my 49ers uh, uh, draft in uh, Trey Lance. I really wanted him to get that guy. I think his upside is limitless. As far as my uh, Buffalo Bills are concerned, they didn't have a sexy draft. Hear that wind? That's a tropical fucking wind right there, I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, but they That's drafted the wind coming off they the got water. A couple of pass yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, this wind feels good on me. <laughs> Which they uh, could, help, could help them. And they got a big offensive lineman to help protect Josh Allen. When I was a kid, I followed LSU. They had a defense they used to call the Chinese Bandits. I thought that was so cool. I don't know why they call them that. Uh, but they wasn't Listen to that wind whipping on the beach. I know. Every day and seems OJ's to be the... trying to out-talk the wind. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He, that's the only struggle he has because every day seems <laughs> to be the weekend for OJ. Like, it's like there's no, there's no stress. Every day is good when you get away with murder, you know? I guess that's the feel. Like, whoa, whoa, yeah, what am I doing? What else can happen to you? Mm. Every day is good. When you're six feet above the ground, <laughs> am I right? I'm just saying. This wind makes me feel alive. Not like if, Nicole and Ron. <laughs> if I ever see him, I'm going to say, hey, there's yours truly. Yours truly. <laughs> and what a lame sign-off. Yours truly. <laughs> it's me, yours truly. Uh, I used to cheer for them quite a bit. In any event, hope you had a great weekend. I certainly did. I uh, hope you got your shots. Wear your mask if you can. Yeah. Uh, and hey, do everything can. you can to stay alive. Wear your mask if you can. Yeah, maybe your hands <laughs> hurt from arthritis. That's why I could never have killed Nicole and Ron. I can't even get my mask on. Yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. And then the fake laugh. <laughs> He's just saying. I'm just saying keep your head on your shoulders is what I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I got to come up with a tagline for my followers. <sighs> what a set of balls on this dude. Here's a post from April 30th. He talks about the importance of funding the police. OJ's like. OJ's for the police. He's for, Yeah, he's for law and order. You think a guy who. You think he'd be against the police? Like, I'm for the police. Well, this is a big ruse, you know? They, yeah. they they didn't catch him. He denigrated the police force in Los Angeles. Right. And now he's like, hey, I'm pro-police. Yeah, I mean, I've met a lot of cops. Remember how many were following me when we were in the white Bronco? Let me tell you something. You need the police. There's a lot of bad dudes out there who might go to your house with a knife. And lose their temper. Who's going to investigate if I kill you? <laughs> yeah. You're just going to be dead. There ain't even going to be a trial. I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, the police are very important and very stupid. <laughs> if you know what I'm, I'm just saying. saying. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Blue lives matter. 
Waiters' lives don't matter, but the blue <laughs> lives matter. <laughs> Ex-wives oh don't matter, I'll tell you that. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, I got a buddy who was staying with me the uh, last couple of days. And I want to meet that brave man. <laughs> I got a buddy who's staying with me. <laughs> Shit. You better sleep with one eye open. A staunch Republican. So when I came down to my TV room today, he's watching Fox News. And to be honest, I sat down and watched because these girls were beautiful. Uh, but there were many very beautiful anchor women. Many women whose heads I'd like to cut off. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of women on Fox News who are very beautiful, but they better not piss me off. I'm just <laughs> saying. <laughs> yeah, I like those broads on Fox News. They're my type. Hot, <laughs> blonde, and alive. But now, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Damn. Yeah, they all have beautiful heads I could chop off. I watched it, got a, a little bit upset because they were going on and on about disrespecting the police. Now, I totally agree with them. There is no way you could defund the police. I uh, spent some time uh, with a bunch of guys, and trust me, you need the police, but you can't ignore them. He the spent a lot of time with a bunch of <laughs> well, guys. Well, <laughs> how did you spend time with police, OJ? Uh, after getting charged. off with the Nicole thing, I, I, I stole some memorabilia <laughs> and I uh, spent a good nine years in the slammer. And I met a lot of people who really need uh, police uh, to watch. I think we need police. <laughs> yeah. The fact that there is a problem. There is a lot of uh, uh, systemic racism in the legal system. And the only people mm. that's going to be able to fix that are going to be other police officers. Hey. You're beautiful, but don't go overboard. <laughs> uh -oh. that That's a warning, uh, ladies of Fox. Uh, oh, oh. When you hear that laugh, ladies of Fox, head for the hill. OJ's watching you. OJ shouldn't be allowed to watch TV. And I would like to date these women on Fox News. Don't go overboard, ladies. <laughs> I came downstairs and my buddy who's staying with me was watching the TV. And I was just thinking. No, you, you shouldn't even have a TV. You shouldn't have Fox. any place for somebody to stay. You should be staying with somebody, not having somebody over. <laughs> you want to hear more? Yeah, I'm yeah. fascinated with the life OJ's living. It's like you can't keep a good man down, right, OJ? OJ was, uh, he, he doesn't even shy away from controversy. He was following the Derek Chauvin trial and he, Started like showing off his legal knowledge because let's face it. Remember yeah. all that scribbling on his yellow pad? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't wasting time. He almost, he's almost a lawyer now because he scribbled on a legal pad during his trial. Even one of the deputies felt that, hey, we should turn him over. Uh, that just seemed to make Chauvin more defiant uh, and put more pressure on the guy's neck. And if it wasn't for his actions, this guy would probably be with his kids today. Um, his lawyers are going to point out that. Uh, George Floyd seemed to have drugs in his system. There's a rule. It's called the eggshell plaintiff rule. It basically <laughs> says um, you deal with a victim the way you found him. Uh, if he's 50, sounds like during those nine years the there was a couple of guys. Plaintiff? What is that? <laughs> hey, Juice, you ought to plead the eggshell plaintiff rule. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Juice, I'm just saying. All right. <laughs> it's Professor OJ today.
He's Our guy has been through just about everything. Yeah. Yeah. I, <laughs> you know? These these people are so stupid on my Twitter. I just made up something called the eggshell plaintiff rule. Who's going to stop me? Anyway, OJ being a, an expert on applying force is now talking about the police applying force to this guy. A hard problem or if he's uh, 23 and a weightlifter, it doesn't matter. You apply as much force as it takes to render him compliant. And obviously, Floyd, laying on his stomach, handcuffed, crying, was compliant. Mm, OJ. Wait, why didn't they call OJ for the defense? <laughs> or the Let's, prosecution. Uh, I would have loved to see him in court again. Ladies and gentlemen, expert oh, witness, God. OJ. <laughs> Now, when I applied force uh, to Nicole's neck, of course, uh, you know, she she uh, followed the eggshell plaintiff rule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, like J.D. says, I like to focus on the positive. He was very funny in Naked Gun. I, I... <laughs> As Nordberg? Nordberg. <laughs> I'm just a fan of Nordberg. Okay. Um, let me see what else. Okay, O.J. posted a video while he was on vacation. I don't know what he's on vacation. Wait, well, how do you go on vacation when your life is a vacation? I'm on vacation from vacation. <laughs> he shared his thoughts on NFL quarterback Deshaun Watson. Watson has been accused by 22 massage therapists of claims ranging from inappropriate touching to sexual assault O.J. said he knows what <laughs> accusations know. can do to someone's reputation. O.J. Uh, himself. Hmm. Yeah. And by the way, while he's recording this, he was on a high-rise balcony overlooking a marina. And uh, couldn't they get Deshaun a male masseuse? I mean, please. <laughs> That's going on. Hey, I'm not gay. <laughs> but you have to see O.J. on the high-rise uh, the high rise, and he's looking over this gorgeous marina. I don't know where he is. It's fucking awesome. Uh, hey, Twitter you. world, it's me, yours. Yeah. Hey, Twitter world, and it, it's just it's, it's that big it's head of truly. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. I, I'm on vacation playing golf from playing golf. <laughs> <You know. laughs> that, Even he gets the irony of it. <laughs> you know, I'm here. On vacation playing golf, and I'm on vacation from playing golf. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if that isn't going to make you nuts. Wow. Shouldn't you be bankrupt or something? Like after no. doing what you've done? Somebody knew uh, that OJ needed protection for his money, and they yeah. made sure it was a way, you know, some kind of situation where that money was you couldn't sue for. We get to the draft, some interesting things are going on. You know, I am so happy for Sam Darnold that he got away from the Jets. You know, uh, he got no help from that head coach they had. And I feel a little bad for Teddy Bridgewater. I think he's a starter in this league. And it uh, looks like he has to go elsewhere if he's going to start. And uh, I imagine you're like Fred Goldman, Ron Goldman's dad, watching this video. I hope he's not. No. I'm just putting this out to fuck with Fred Goldman. Let him see me at the marina. That's probably what O.J. thinks. Poor Fred Goldman never got justice for his son. Mm. Uh, the whole thing just freaks me out.
They would look at Houston if I was him, because what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Uh, he may not be available to those guys. Now, I'm a big fan of Deshaun. Uh, uh, the man has always had a sterling reputation, and I'm a guy that know what accusations could do to your reputation. But uh, anyway. <laughs> That's not funny, OJ. <laughs> oh, he, he's cracking up. <laughs> <You know? laughs> OJ. I mean, the nerve, the balls on this fucking know, Go what, away. What accusations can do? <laughs> I'm sure there's a logical reason for that. <laughs> I bet there is. You know, <laughs> it's weird too because up. we always point to like people who get away with shit. Like Klaus von Bülow. Remember, they thought he killed his wife. They didn't know. They had a trial. It was like they they never. You know, Klaus walked. This fucking guy ran right off to Europe. He got the hell out of America. And we he never, never saw a, him or heard from him. Never again. heard from him again. I don't even know where he is. Maybe he's dead. Is he dead? I'm sure. He's, he's I don't dead know. now. But, I yeah, mean, he lived know? for years in Europe somewhere. Yeah. And where's uh, Blake? Robert Blake. <laughs> After his trial. Is OJ, any, is, it, is OJ <laughs> any good at golf? Probably not. At the point, at the rate he's playing, though, he should be a pro. Do you think OJ takes lessons? In other words, you don't really get better at golf. I know guys who play golf. If you don't take lessons, you're always going to be a shitty player. <laughs> you just are. And I, I you gonna, told you. You're going to tell OJ how to golf? <laughs> I've known guys who played golf, and they insist on not getting lessons, and they always lose, and they're always shitty. Like, if I was going to take up golf, I would get fucking lessons from a pro. Because I, what's the point of playing if you don't get better? If you're not yeah, trying to improve. Yeah, but OJ, who is actually going to tell OJ he did something wrong? Not you. Only a fool. Yeah. <laughs> no subject so here. He's okay. Lesson proof. No subject is off limits with OJ. I'll play you one last clip. So OJ had a weigh in on trans women competing in sports. Oh, I want to hear what yeah. he has to say about trans women. And he, he explained how Caitlyn Jenner affected his opinion. <laughs> Gonna just make you nuts. Like he's like he's alive. You know, being alive is great. You know, because you get to experience certain sensations and thoughts and music and food. And and of course Nicole and Ron are not experiencing any of these things. So that's why you wanna kinda if you are having a good life hanging out of marinas and playing golf all day, he's taking a vacation from playing golf and laughing about it. You'd think he'd keep that a little bit on the down low, but no. But that's He's the whole of, thing. It's acting as if none of that ever happened, that those people are still here. Even the enjoyment of these controversies, should trans people be allowed to play sports and blah, 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 blah. It's all part of being part of the fabric of life. Which I'm we sure all get Ron to and Nicole would like to have an opinion yeah. about that. I want to hear Nicole's opinion and Ron's opinion on what they think about trans women. And how? But anyway, here he is explaining how Caitlyn Jenner. Caitlyn Jenner changed his mind. Yeah. Right. Right. Here you go. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, I don't know how it happened, but yesterday, for some reason, the conversation amongst all my golf buddies uh, got about the uh, this thing about transgender males, especially in high school, uh, competing against the girls. Uh, and what did I think about it? Well, I told him I didn't have much of an attitude about it, but one guy reminded me how upset I was when some friends from my old country club in California told me that the former Bruce Jenner was playing from the ladies' tees.
And I have to admit, I was upset when I heard that. I saw uh, the former Bruce um, compete in the Montreal Olympics. I actually worked the games and called part of one of his races. And what an athlete. The man was an exceptional athlete. And he won the gold medal as a decathlete. And somehow it just bothered my senses that he would be playing from the ladies' tees. I played with a lot of uh, ladies and some who were in high school and some who played high school golf and they played from the same tees I played from. Somehow I just thought it was some sort of unfair. Uh, in any event, uh, I said, yeah, well, I guess I'm against it. I'm against the transgender um, uh, males uh, competing against women. Um, but then I had to say to myself, well, what do I think about transgender females who become males? Should they still be able to compete against females? OJ's head's going to explode. <laughs> this whole thing is making my head hurt. I don't want to think about it. Wear oh. your mask. Get your shots. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, come on. Stay healthy. Stay alive. Give me a break. <laughs> with these I love that he's having that conversation with himself and it's it's driving him yeah. crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know. You know what it is? He doesn't want to get in trouble, so he's like he really is just against it. You he doesn't know anything about it, but he, he's just against it. But he, he goes, Well then what do I think about the girls who become boys and then, oh my goodness. Who are these golf buddies? Like who are I want the list Who's having that conversation with OJ? Yes. Yeah. Hey Juice, what do you think about Caitlyn Jenner playing from the golf tee with the with, with the girls? It steams me up. I'm gonna give him a piece of my my phone to cut his head off. I gotta admit, do, I started getting how, a little pissed. How do you? Uh oh, how do you tell your wife you're golfing with OJ? Like, what's that discussion? I have no clue. You know what's funny? Everyone support the right to cut off their penis and become a woman, but nobody support my right to cut off your head. Uh, <laughs> uh, I suppose a, a trans woman would be as easy to stab as a real woman, so I guess I guess it's okay. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm they're equal. <laughs> yeah. I'd cut off her head too. I'm just saying, isn't it great to be alive and have opinions about all these topics? It's great to be OJ. That's OJ. I'm just saying, it's great. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying. We called uh, Tradio. That's uh, the radio station that buys and sells things. This is ridiculous, this phone call, because uh, the guy's posed as Prince Harry. And uh, for some reason, the Tradio always seems to... He buys you, in? If, yeah, like if someone calls up as Prince Harry and wants to do Tradio, wouldn't you just say, I, this is a phony phone call? But he seems right. to, like... Do you have something to buy, sell, or trade? Call Tradio right now. All righty, 847, we are back with Tradio. And good morning and welcome to Tradio. Hello, uh, this is Prince Harry, Duke of Sussex. How are you? Fine, thank you. Honestly, I'm embarrassed to be calling a Tradio show for commoners, but... My wife is demanding I get rid of some family items. Yep, what do you got, sir? Another Monet painting? Get rid of this garbage, Harry. I don't want to be reminded of your uh, family. Yes, dear. Hello. Uh, my grandfather recently passed and left me an old Rembrandt and Monet painting, but my wife wants to get out of the house. Do you know what that would be worth? Rembrandt and Monet? 
Ugh, I know. They're no Picasso, are they? Yeah, you could be talking a hundred million dollars. Uh, that's it? Maybe I'm wasting my time, then. If, if you're familiar with, uh, yeah, I, 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 are you sure that, I mean... Get rid of them, Harry! Uh, th that's, kind of, that's like uh, stuff that's in the Louvre in France. Oh, that jump. Um, and the National Gallery. I, I happen to study art a little bit. And... A commoner like you studied art? Yeah. Then why the hell are you hosting Tradio? This is like Sotheby's for losers. Oh, okay. All right, nice one. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Friday. What are you going to do? All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mooney. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Prince Harry. Looks like we're going to go uh, long distance here, friends. Hello, you're on with Tradio. It's Harry, Duke of Sussex again. Listen, I'm sorry I goofed on Tradio. Uh, Please, as you say in America, can you help a brother out? I want everything from your family out of my sight! You saw the Oprah interview. Yeah. Maybe you can explain to me why my wife's such a ball buster. I can hear you, Harry! I can't explain that. Get rid of that Rolls Royce Phantom 4. It looks so horrible in our driveway. Yes, sweetheart. You saw our royal wedding on TV. You know the Rolls Royce we rode in. I'll sell it for, say, just $50 million. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. We're on the air and... Hey, get rid of this suit of armor for Henry VIII. Sorry, there's a bunch of background noise. Okay, for a few hundred million dollars, you can get the paintings, Rolls Royce, suit of armor, a crown jewels. I'll even throw in a pair of my great granny's panties. Surely I... one of your desperate hillbilly listeners could use them for a wank or something. Please, I'm desperate. <laughs> Yeah, I had a feeling. All righty, friends, I'll tell you what. Let's go. I'm going to write down your first name and your number. And you know what? You could win Toby Keith tickets. Good luck. Give me a call again. Toby Keith tickets. Would you like to get signed up? Yes, I'd like to put my number in for the Toby Keith tickets. Yeah, is this the same guy playing the English jokes? You didn't fool him, Harry, you idiot. I got a contest to run, so... It's Prince Harry. Any hillbillies listening, found me for my items. My number is country code, plus four four. Do something else with your life. And by the way, for the uh, guy that's doing the uh, prank calling, knock yourself out, man. The FCC, we've already let him know, and we've already we're going to be uh, contacting the phone company today. So they love to uh -oh. deal with guys like you. Have a good week. Uh-oh. <laughs> they already contacted the FCC. They they contacted two agencies, uh, yeah. and uh, we're still on the loose. <laughs> yeah. Hello, FCC. Uh <laughs> I need you to go over and visit Prince Harry this weekend. He's making phony phone calls. And, and get the phone company on the line because we'll tell them Prince Harry's making phony phone calls, too. Right. <laughs> Imagine we read in the paper Prince Harry was thrown out of the country by the FCC. <laughs> uh, geez. I like. I, I still can't believe like radio guys still threaten people with the FCC. Like they go like, "Yeah, we're contacting the FCC." It's a radio show. You're taking calls. You can't contact the FCC. They're gonna yeah, be pissed. You ask people to call. Yeah, we're the only ones calling, from what we can tell. <laughs> <laughs> we're responsible for most phone calls to radio shows on the internet. <laughs> there wouldn't be any phone callers if we didn't call. Who else was he telling the FCC and, and the police? The phone company, oh, Verizon, the phone company, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Call them, I think, too. I think they had, the, the phone company has their own police force as well. As far as I know. <laughs> and they have phone jail. <laughs> yeah. I know three guys doing seven years each apiece in phone jail. <laughs> like, is that like worse than going to jail in Mexico, phone jail? Yeah. Very, very funny guys. Made great phony phone calls. And boy, they're paying now. <laughs> Yeah, the FCC. I can't believe he threatened us with the FCC.
Little oh, does he, he know. was very happy. He was like, yeah, you, the FCC loves to deal with guys like you. Yeah. Wow. All right. I got to take a call look. that guy back this week. <laughs> right. <laughs> what is it, Mike? Mike from Michigan. Hey, Howard, I, I got to tell you, listen, I know you're going to get a lot of hate mail and phone calls about King of Ball Blacks. But that guy's great, man. He's got an opinion. He speaks his mind. And right. listen, I was born and raised in Detroit. I know lots of black guys that have his same opinion. Right. Great phone That's call. Right. It was like old school Stern. Well, there you go. There's Mike, who is a fan of a uh, fan old, of King of All Blacks. Old school Stern and King of All Blacks. There you go. Let's go to Nick. Nick in uh, hmm, Indiana. In- Indiana. <laughs> hey now. Hey now. Hey, hey now, Howard. Uh, I know you said in the past that uh, you don't want to do any more uh, uh, presentations for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You did the Bon Jovi thing in the past, but what if uh, somebody like Jethro Tull, maybe, or uh, Soundgarden? No, no. Or, okay, uh, all right, Nick. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Fabulous question. Don't be quiet. What? He's asking me, would I go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and induct Jethro Tull? No. I don't want to induct Stone anybody. Stone Oh, Stone Temple Pilots. I'll, I'll, I'll get right on. <laughs> no, I don't want to induct anyone. I don't care. Soundgarden. Oh, yes. Soundgarden, yes. <laughs> How many times I got to say it? I'm not looking to go. Bands. <laughs> yeah. I don't care who it is. I don't care if the, beating, the, the Beatles and the Rolling Stones get together. <laughs> and form a super group and, and they're going to get into the rock and roll. I don't care. I don't want to induct anybody. I don't like it. Oh, there's no band that you could name that I want to induct. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Rob Zombie. Oh, okay. Yeah, I want to go. I'm going to go leave my house so I can induct Rob Zombie. I love Rob. I'm not looking at... Listen, train. I'll say this one last time. When John Bon Jovi asked me in the worst way, I wanted to just say no. But I felt, you know, I felt I'm I'm a pussy. I do not. Well, John knew if he was on the phone with you, you'd say no. That's why he tracked you down in person. You had to. He was like, I know he won't look me in the eye and say no. No, he 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 fooled me. He tracked me (laughs) down at my psychiatrist's office (laughs) while you were weak. While I was avoiding him, I go, John, I can't meet with you. I have my psychiatrist, and then I'm I'm, I'm leaving um, Manhattan for the weekend. No, he goes, I'll go to your psychiatrist's office and wait for you. It'll take five minutes. Tell me where you're parked. <laughs> yeah. I, all, and I forgot about I come out of the psychiatrist. I'm a little shaky after I walk out of there. And who's sitting in my car? He's already <laughs> camped out in there is John Bon Jovi, who I know many, many years, who is a lovely man. And he looks me in the eye. You know how cute he is. <laughs> son of a bitch. Howard, when you can't work on my lifelong dream, the rock and roll will you do it? I don't want to do it. You're the only person I'm asking. I go, John, no. I mean, I don't like it. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. I, I caved in two seconds. And when you said that, you thought it's New York. Oh, at the very least, you didn't have to leave home. If he had said Cleveland, he tricked me. 
<laughs> he even told my wife, he says, I knew it was in Cleveland. I just didn't tell him. Of course him. he did. Mm. Got the yes first. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm going to go through that again so I can talk about Jethro Tull. I'm going to Cleveland to do something fucking stupid I am never going to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame Peace and love and peace and love. No more inductions. I don't know how he got this way, but this guy is not looking to do things. <laughs> I'm not looking to do things. <laughs> I love sitting in my house and thinking about WRNW. <laughs> From 40 years ago. Oh. OJ's on the golf course. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm a fucking loner. Never ask me to do anything again. <laughs> you probably really hate me if you ask me to do anything. Why is Danny Harrison on stage with me? <laughs> I'll only do it if Danny Harrison goes with me. <laughs> well, like I said. Danny might be looking to do things. He might say yes to all of it. And like I said, he's probably a lovely kid. You know, I feel bad, you know, but I just, it just drives me crazy. Yeah, why does, <laughs> I mean, I don't understand. That's why I couldn't uh, understand why you loved Olivia Jade so much. Love Olivia Jade. There's a privileged girl. I know. I, it may, well, you know what it is? She's like, a, she looks like a girl I couldn't have gotten in high school, and that tortures me. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm busy watching The Bachelor and playing with my fountain pens. <laughs> Olivia Jade never asked me for anything. And Duck Jethro Tull. I love Jethro Tull, and Jethro Tull should be in any fucking thing they want to be in. That is a great band that had fucking killer music. Thick as a brick was brilliant. And Aqualung, forget about it. What, how they could not be in the rock and roll. Of it. Oh, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> I'm busy watching Adventure Denali's journal videos. Where is OJ's golf course? <laughs> Could somebody find OJ? <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Shut up. <laughs> shut up, shut up, shut up. <laughs> Marianne from Brooklyn, you're on the air. Go ahead. Oh, my God, Howard. I'm so in love with you. And this morning when you were getting you. on the, the air saying that you were, uh, you know, upset about yourself, you did, you know, like your dad and stuff, you were number one. You created your own right. empire all by That's yourself. Right. You created King of All Me your own. You didn't take anything from anybody. And why you haven't resolved that with your psychiatrist by this time is beyond me. And I think King Isn't of she All Me is an angry Isn't black she lovely? She's lovely. I love you, Howard. What I, a nice pep I talk. Thank never. you, darling. Wait, Thank Howard, you. really? I yes. can't wait to go to L.A. And, and I can't wait to... Oh, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> don't listen to me. Anything I say, don't even trust me. 
I said that in a moment of weakness. I know. You were very calm when you said that. I was like, well, that's unusual. Yeah. First of all, I don't even know what I'm saying half the time I'm here. <laughs> I get euphoric. Like, you know, believe me, you should have seen. Poor Beth, every morning has to give me a pep talk before I go on the air. I go, oh, I walk and she goes, oh, no. I go, yeah, I'm in so deep a dark hole right now and I got to go on the air. And she goes into lovely woman this beth that i married she goes millions of people love you they look they, they, they you entertain them there's uh, i go so what what how does that get me out of my depression <laughs> yeah they're I'm doing that for time. them what are they doing for me exactly <laughs> you know what they're doing for you they tell you that you take too much vacation that's what they yeah. do yeah they, 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 that's it <laughs> By the way, I was watching the TV show This Is Us. I'm a fan of This Is Us. I watch it. I enjoy it. That's still on? Yes. The character, and they've announced their last season will be next season. Yes, it's still uh -huh. on. And the character named Beth, who is married to Randall, part of the story this past week was that she was eating Lucky Charms. And it was a major part of the thing. She was really, really? going to town on Lucky Charms. And her name was Beth. And uh, I was laying there in the bed, and, and Beth said to me, could it even be? I, I said, I know. I'm thinking the same thing. Could it be? Is it possible? That they were inspired by the fact that Beth was eating Lucky Charms on Instagram. And then I said, it would be very arrogant of us to think that, but I would like to think that, but I don't know. I don't but know. But it's so specific. Yeah, Beth Lucky and Lucky Charms. I said to Beth, I don't know anybody else who's writing Lucky Charms into the script, unless yeah. they're being paid to do that. So maybe... You don't anybody, know. You didn't know. get any. I, you no. didn't reach out to anybody who might know. I don't know. I don't know. Well, they. Know I don't know who am I going to reach out. Show. I don't know any. I don't know anyone. But they do know you're a fan of the show. Oh well. What, what, what was I going to? Hello. Uh, is, Hello, it's Howard. <laughs> Hi, it's Howard Stern. Uh, is this this is us production company? <laughs> don't you yes. know everybody in show business? <laughs> Are you guys um, uh, honoring me by talking about Lucky Charms in your TV show? Is that what's going on? I figure you can get anybody on the phone. Oh, yeah. Right away. You just call the operator and say, hook me up with This Is Us. <laughs> I don't even know the number, but it's Howard Stern. All I said to Beth was, if Handjob Connie shows up in This Is Us, then I'll know. <laughs> then guys. you'll know for sure. Yeah. Handjob Connie. Have we found Handjob Connie? Uh, good question. No. No, we <laughs> have not found Handjob Connie yet. Doesn't mean we've given up. But it's a little Because I turning can keep be... speculating about who she is now. <laughs> I like the speculation that Handjob Connie is a man. Here, a couple of fans wrote in. They said, no, why would Handjob Connie not want to talk when she got in the car? She had to be a dude. That's my thought, that a woman answered the phone, but a guy got in the car. That's a man, baby. <laughs> there are a lot of people, let me see, I wrote in about Handjob Connie. I truly think that Handjob Connie is a man. The blank stare on Connie's face was probably because of the, because on the inside she was saying, I can't believe this perverted asshole doesn't realize I'm a dude. <laughs> Here's another one. I'm convinced that Ronnie Ronnie is handjob Connie. They are the same what? person. But Dude. Ronnie is just having a false memory and created the female character in his mind. This guy's claiming that Ronnie for years wore a blonde wig and jerk guys off in cars. 
Wow. The entire country has been swept up in handjob Connie fever. There's already a, a new handjob Connie song that is sweeping well, the charts. Let me hear yes. this. <laughs> okay. It is. It's sweeping the charts right now. Handjob Connie grabbed a wang. She jacked off Connie. <laughs> tugged his thing. Got into the car. Uh, pulled the dick. Didn't go very far. Uh, Pants so slick. Jacking off in the alley. Long as long. Jizz finale. Squirting dong. Handjob Connie. Uh, where are you? Handjob Connie. Come get my cue. Nice. Uh, what, what if else? We find oh. out Handjob Connie's gone to the other side already. Darn it! I mentioned on the air that a guy that I hired early on in my career, when I was a, briefly a program director named Curtis K, has died. And uh, someone said last Monday you mentioned that as a program director you hired Curtis K. I just wanted to say that you hired a great radio personality. He was the afternoon guy I grew up with at one hundred five five WDHA in Denville, New Jersey. He passed away last year due to cancer. Yeah, I was very sorry to hear that. I, I wasn't in touch with him. I, you know, I hired him over 40 years ago. Where um, where did you hire him? Was that at our when I was a, Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, I was the program director for a short time. Um, yeah, finally, Howard, is, is Handjob Connie? Handjob Connie is the new Jimmy Hoffa. Everyone's looking for her. <laughs> I thought that was a good one. Oh, and some people wrote in about Gary and his new thing. He loves scotch, drinking the uh, alcohol. Oh, scotch. yes. Petey scotch. Uh, most Not people seem to. Scotch. Yeah, Petey. We got tons of feedback from fans who think Gary knows absolutely nothing about scotch. I'm sorry, <laughs> but Gary has no idea what he's talking about when it comes to scotch. Thinking Johnny Walker is real scotch would be like saying that Olive Garden is real Italian food. I think he just likes to get drunk and knows nothing. In what world is smoke the opposite of smooth? Sal might be crazy, but he was right about one thing. Gary is a horse-toothed jackass. Please set him straight, Howard. Prevalent. One fan broke down everything he thinks was wrong with Gary's take on scotch. <clears throat> I love Gary, but he knows nothing about scotch. I don't know how you say this. Hibiki is Japanese whiskey. It's not scotch. Scotch is not meant to be consumed with ice. Scotch is not meant to be drunk below 47 degrees Fahrenheit. Below this temperature impedes the flavor. Peat refers to a type of damp earth that exists in three different areas of Scotland that ultimately offer three different types of taste. It is burned in the process and is used to smoke the grain. Anyway, well. uh, yeah, everyone seems to feel Gary doesn't know what he's talking about. There is a song, Gary, Gary's Scotch. <coughs> yes. <coughs> Yes. I just yesterday joined a Scotch of the Month club. Gary! Yes. He's drinking Scotch. Just not the peaty, you know, smelly ones. He takes sips with his big lips, doesn't like peatiness. That's what they refer to Scotch as peaty. Yes. Got a special cup. Glasses with my name and initials on them. He likes Scotch so much, he joined our Facebook club. Even the song is annoying. I mean, Petey. Oh, when he God. said to us, yeah, I drink scotch and it's Petey. I went, what the fuck is he talking about, Petey? And he didn't, And it turned out he didn't even know what Petey was. He didn't know what Petey was. No. He just heard somebody wrong. say it, so he started using it. Right. Mr. Connoisseur. <laughs> Heavy on the sewer. <laughs> so annoying. Nathan, what's up? Nathan's in Nebraska. Hey. Hey, yeah. Howard. 
Hey, I was just calling to talk to you about, uh, you guys were talking about Cameo on Wednesday, and I requested a Cameo from my transgender girlfriend uh, from Jeff the Drunk, and he declined it two times in a row. I wonder if you think Jeff might be a little transphobic, even though he'll show his penis on Periscope for free, but wouldn't cut a message from my transgender what girlfriend. Was the ex- what was the exact message you wanted Jeff to read? Uh, so I just wanted Jeff to wish my girlfriend a happy birthday. I chose her pronoun as she, and uh, I just told him that she was a big fan of his and oh. loved when he coughed on your show. And he immediately declined it two separate times. Well, that's interesting. So you live I didn't in think there was anything that Jeff wouldn't do. Me too. So I, that sounds fishy to me, but... You say you live in Nebraska and you've got a transgender girlfriend? Yep. Uh, her that name can't is Eric. Be Eric? She that hasn't changed her name yet. Yep. Now, now, what about becoming Erica? Erica? I think that's my, what she might go with, with a K. Now, it can't be easy in Nebraska being transgender. And it can't be easy being the boyfriend of someone transgender. People, you know, people's minds are closed. Am I correct? Correct. Uh, We live in eastern uh, Nebraska towards Omaha, so it's a little more, like, liberal out here. And this this girlfriend of yours, how long have you been with her? Uh, About a year and a half. And you're doing the, she got a penis or she got the, uh, the full deal down there? No, she's got the full deal down there. It's uh, wow. it's pretty nice. She got a vagina. And you met yeah. her after she had done the complete transition. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have you banged uh, women who are born women? Like, what's the difference with I the have. vagina? Is there any difference with the vagina? Uh, I mean, it's hers is a little tighter, probably because it's mm-hmm. man-made. But we do have to use lube. Right. And she's hot, huh? Yeah. I mean, she's, you know, she's no Tampa 7, but she's pretty hot. She got big titties? Oh, big titties. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, big titties. No, she's got like a B. She's got uh, like a B, I guess, like, you know, hormone titties. She hasn't gotten like fake titties or anything. Yeah, she didn't get implants. No. Yeah, that's like jazz on, um, I watch a transgender show. She's got like, she, she's just from the hormones, got some big titties. Like, like, yeah, but D-cup. she started as yeah. a teenager, right? Yeah. Yeah. Now, and what about, um, and what about like, will you ever go down on her or is that kind of like a waste of time? She probably doesn't like that. Yeah. No, that's kind of a waste of time. Yeah. We, uh, we do a lot of anal too, though. Oh, is that right? You? She likes that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Beth did some anal on me last night. <laughs> like, what does she do? Like, she um, she sticks her fingers in your ass? No, no. It's mo- it's mainly me going anal uh, on her. I see. She likes it. Yeah. And what about does. the voice? Is she, like, did, did she start taking hormones as a teenager or did she do it pre puberty? You no, she started taking hormones uh, in her twenties. Oh, so she's she's got a little bit, I guess, deeper-ish voice, but not like you know, it's not terrible. 
There's no Bigfoot voice. How did you two get together? Uh, we met at a bar here in Omaha. And were you, and you like, hey. right away? Yeah, like, were you like, man, this chick is super hot. She's into me. And then did she tell you, like, hey, by the way, I'm trans? Or did she wait a while? Uh, she told me right away. And I was right. I was okay with that. I, I was oh. like, well, you know, she's really beautiful and she has a nice personality, so. Well, right good for you good for you man and did anyone like try to give you shit like did people start wanting to you know beat you up or kick her ass or you know, you know what i mean yeah no no not around here nobody like wanted to beat us up or anything <clears throat> some of my friends make fun of me every once in a while but you know eh, fuck them. they're all what right. do they say yeah they're single yeah. They, they don't get pussy anyway <laughs> right exactly they they're say? not getting any they ain't getting a natural-born pussy or fake pussy or... <laughs> they're not getting anything. Doctor pussy, no. nothing. They're not getting <laughs> they're, anything. They're not getting anything. Man-made right. or otherwise. Do you exactly. consider yourself fully heterosexual? Uh, No, I mean, I guess I would consider myself bisexual. Right. I mean, I've never, I've never had sex with, like, a man, but, you know, I guess just because she was born a man, I wouldn't call myself completely hetero, but... What does she wear? Does she wear like hot little mini skirts and stuff? Because some of these trans women I see really dress up like fucking to the nines. You know, like I'm a I follow Hunter Schaefer on. Um, she's on TV, Hunter Schaefer, and I think she still yeah. has a wiener, but uh, I don't know. I don't know what's doing. She never really <laughs> makes it Schaefer clear. Still has a wiener. That's a weird. I don't know. Anybody know if Hunter Schaefer <laughs> still has a wiener? Because on on the TV show I see her on, sometimes she you could see her package through her panties. You know, so I'm like, I think Hunter Schaefer yeah. still has his penis, her penis. She still has Maybe her penis. She just has a puffy vagina. I don't know. I, <laughs> I swore I saw But then I thought, well, maybe they gave her a fake penis to make it seem like her character still has her penis. I'm so confused. You know? Yeah. I, uh, no, she usually wears like, uh, like knee high, like dresses and jeans. N nothing like too slutty. Does she have any, like, hair on her face? No. Hmm. No, the hormones took care of that. Right. Oh, your girlfriend's on the phone. Let's see what this is. <laughs> Hello? Hi, this is Nathan's girlfriend. How are you? <laughs> I'm fine. What's up? <laughs> what a feminine I, voice. <laughs> I understand that you wanted, you had some questions about my new vagina. I'd be happy to take any questions from anybody if you want to yeah. ask me. Yeah, yeah. Um, Nathan says your vagina is pretty tight, tighter than most girls. I mean, it, it's tight, but, you know, it, it's 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 a little convoluted, but I think it's safe to say that, Nathan, you do enjoy my vagina. Am I right? Oh, yeah, definitely, baby. I love your vagina. I mean, you no, sound hot. Nice I'll give you that. I'm still... I'm, it's a nice pussy. I'm still breaking it in, but, you know, I'm, I'm happy with the purchase. All right. So you're breaking in your new pussy? Yes. I got to tell you, you sound like you have a huge clitoris. It's huge. I mean, it's hanging off like a, you know, it's like a, it's, it's very prominent. Yeah. Who do you look like? Uh, I guess you can say I look kind of like, um, you know, a lot of people say I look like you, Howard. <laughs> I, well, I, oh. well nathan good for you man i don't know you know jeff the drunk is in no position to 
turn down money. I but, can't uh, imagine why he'd object to anything. Oh, wait, I got him on the phone. Let's ask him. Jeff, why'd you turn this dude down yeah, for? He want, wanted a um, cameo for his girlfriend. I mean, who the fuck are you? Yeah, did you want me to read this to you? Yeah, read it to me. I have it right here. What they fucking wrote. Go ahead. Oh, she wants to show your dead arm and also yell at her and smoke and cough your cough, um, smoking cough. She loves your voice. I'm like, this guy's fucking with me. Fuck no, he's you. not. What are you talking about? Jeff, you're famous for why, your dead arm. Why would, you why smoke. Why would they ask me to show them my dead arm? They're they want to see it. Who cares? Like They're paying they money. Isn't that your whole thing? Fuck, fuck them. I'll That's show crazy. My... Yeah, how I'm much not crazy. How much money did you turn down? Um, just two cameos from that. All right, listen to me. You know. The guy wrote you a note, said, do a message for my girlfriend and show her your arm. What do you care? And smoking yeah, that's, cough, that's yeah. what you do all the time anyway. You, you, for free. Fucking, I, <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's stupid. So I cannot even believe you have that standard. Well, believe you're, it. You're always bitching to me that you don't make enough money on Cameo, that it's your only source of income. This guy writes you a note. He's it a pretty is. sincere guy. He says, my girlfriend wants a message. And, and, and she wants you to show oh, well. her. She wants to see the arm and she wants to hear you cough. That's what you do anyway. Okay, have him redo it. I'll do it. Yeah, of course. What's the matter with you? Sorry. The dead arm thing is your thing. Okay. I mean, if, if I had a dead arm and people want to give me yeah, 75 I'm bucks just to see it. Yeah, that's your personality. What else do you do? Nobody wants to hear you sing. Show them your arm. Who gives a fuck? It's your arm. <laughs> I'm wrong with you. Hey, I think Bobo lied to uh, you. Lied about Thank what? You. What did he lie? I, I think Bobo, I was watching TV last night, and I saw a commercial about the iPhone, about Oh, it'll uh, I got to go. Okay. All more. right. Just do, I do your cameo. All right. Good. the commercial. Hey. <laughs> you I had to ask you? him. You had to ask him, what did Bobo do? <laughs> well, I thought it'd be a simple answer. He was like, Bobo lied. Okay. What did he lie about? No, it was like, you know, I was watching TV. <laughs> <laughs> like, How could that get this, convoluted? Whenever he has to tell a story, it disintegrates into like, <laughs> Why did Bobo lie? Yeah, about the fucking, about the fucking when he um when he fell oh, off God. the moped or whatever. Because uh, I right. saw a commercial and it was talking about the iPhone, how they'll call nine one one for you. I bet Bobo saw the same uh, commercial. He came up with that story just uh, to get airtime. All right, just go do your cameo for this guy. <laughs> What do you care okay. if Bobo's lying or not? Let me handle that. 
Go do your fucking oh. cameos. Imagine that. This guy wants a cameo. Let me see and, your arm. And Jeff the drunk is saying that's unacceptable. I mean, it's too much money in America. If he's turning down money. <laughs> Fuck. Show me your arm and cough and smoke. Me and That's it. Yeah, what is that, Nathan? You and Eric? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. me and uh, me and my girlfriend love you. Uh, I've got to go, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you go so you can break. Where are Jeff you going? I'm not done with you. Where are you going? Oh, 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 I've got to head to work. All right. All right. Thanks. Send Thanks, me a couple Howard, of pictures. Send me... Send me some pictures of your girlfriend. I want to see what she looks like. Okay, will do. Mm. How serious are you two kids? Uh, I mean, we're we're pretty serious, but I, I don't know. We'll see where it goes, I guess. All right. All right. Yeah, let me know. Send me some bye, pictures. Bye, guys. Mm. All right. Bye-bye. I like that whole thing. Yeah. I'm, I don't care. I'm very impressed. Wanted him to stay on the line. I wanted to find out what kind of sneakers he wore. <laughs> and what kind of Rolex. That's right. Does, he, does the crown meet the crown? I hope so. <laughs> what a show. What a show. What else did I want to get to? I was going to play Richard's dad. Maybe I'll do that tomorrow. How is Richard's dad? No, well, that's what I'm going to answer. Don't blow your load too early here. <laughs> uh, we haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah, Not Mark during the, the pandemic, I don't think. I had a little game, uh, uh, Mark the Bagger game I was going to play with you. Yeah. Um, Mark the Bagger Jeopardy? <laughs> well, kind of like that. You have to predict what Mark the Bagger would say. But okay. we'll do that tomorrow. Michael Che will be with us tomorrow. We'll hear from him Great. on Saturday Night Live. Funny guy. He um, he's written a lot of great sketches for Saturday Night Live. Yeah, and I love Weekend Update. Well, anyway, he'll be with us tomorrow. So, uh, I wonder if I should do this Mark the Bagger game. Well, we could we could end the show. I mean, hell, we've done enough. Oh, before we end, I did want to congratulate Jason, who works for us. He's lost 53 pounds. In fact, Mehmet, who works for Whoa. us, saw Jason, and he said it was really startling. He's really lost 53 pounds. Mehmet saw him? Yeah. These guys somehow saw each other. and uh, uh, Jason's you, Jason? lost. You Look at Jason's face. See? I know. You stand up. Let me see what you're doing. Right, let me see. I, I can't see how I look in this. Hold on. Can you? Can you see? Yeah, that belly's down. Look at that. Wow, fifty-three pounds, dude. You know, you he's like a—he's a fat guy who doesn't want to get rid of the clothes that he was wearing when he was fatter because it shows off his weight loss. No, no, bro. Well, it's I, funny I, you say <laughs> that because Will saw Jason as well, and, uh -huh. and Jason's—none of Jason's clothes fit, and, and right. Will told me. He looks like the kid in Big. Remember when Tom Hanks like? <laughs> That's right. When he shrunk. <laughs> yeah, and he goes, "Will like 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 the clothes are uh, startling, right?" He's like wrapping the ba the belt around his waist twice. Like it's so much. It looks ridiculous. Like, well, that's what guys like Jason do because they want you to notice. If he was wearing clothes that fit, you might miss that he's lost weight. 
Jason, yeah. why not? Or do you not have faith in yourself? Like, you, do you think you're going backwards or something? No, I have, I have too much faith. I'm in the middle of a journey right now. So I don't want to, you know, go out and buy a whole bunch of new clothes. And then in, in two months, I hope to be, you know, even thinner and, and uh, need new clothes then. So, well, wouldn't it be fun? Just, yeah. just for, you know, for shits and giggles, as they say. I hate that expression, but wouldn't <laughs> it be fun to go like buy, um, pair of pants that fit and maybe a shirt or two, you know, just yeah. to, try it out i mean it might inspire you to keep going Yeah, i mean look the, the thought of being able to wear clothes that fit um is amazing and i'm actually breaking like i have a bunch i have a whole drawer of shirts that just stopped fitting uh that i've broken into now and and, and they, they fit pretty well unfortunately the event we were going to where will saw me was we were wearing a suit did you take a picture will <laughs> that really is like big like you were wearing that suit like tom hanks was, and it's all like down have- around your ankles it was just all puffy. It was exactly right. I had to like make new holes in the belt that was like, around me, like <laughs> but, but it was also super nice not having seen anybody for you know well over a year to get all the you know it's it's you know when you see me day to day it's like oh okay nice it looks like you're losing weight but I got a lot of nice uh, reactions when I saw everyone there. Live. What if Jason actually gets hot? That would be weird. I knew a guy growing up. I was like a senior. I guess I was around being a senior in high school. And uh, I hadn't seen this guy for a year. And then on the summer when I had my job washing dishes, I ran into him. And his name used to be uh, Henry. And he lost a ton of weight and he became Hank. Oh, I'll never forget this. And Hank <laughs> was really good looking. Like Henry couldn't get laid for shit. And all of a sudden he was like, I lost all the weight. I've been working out. My name now is Hank. Don't call me Henry anymore. Who and he will got Jason the, become? What do you have and, short no, Jason? Nothing, and trust me. JJ. And then he got, and then he, and then this guy Hank got the hottest girl that summer that we knew. Like it was crazy. And then he stopped talking to us. He was kind of, like, we were losing. He was too cool for you. Yeah. He, Hank got too cool for me and this guy Eddie I hung out with. Like we had a whole group of guys that used to all hang out in the losers club. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, <laughs> Hank wouldn't want to associate with us. It was a really weird Hank feeling. Hank matriculated. Like, yeah, he had yeah. to dream. leave you guys behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Graduated. I mean, Jason, don't leave us behind. He wanted <laughs> yeah. to no. get that stink off of him. <laughs> he had to leave. Is your wife worried you're getting problem. hot and then you'll leave her? No, but my wife is also losing a lot of weight. Yeah, it's the opposite uh, problem, Jason. Yeah, it is a little bit of the She's very attractive, and she's losing weight. I'm like, all right, Uh Jason, see you later, pal. (laughs) She came down in a tight outfit the other day. I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-oh. I got to work By the way, we're working on a uh, sexy Jason Kaplan calendar for 2022. uh, All for charity. Yes, yes, yes. yes. For the charity you hate. Are you having more sex with your wife and stuff now that you're thinner? Because that's usually what happens. We're, we're, my wife does not want me to talk about our sex life. I will say that we both have a lot more energy. Uh, wow. We're both, you know, not, you know, we used to end our days, both of us, you know, just on the couch feeling like a, a sack of potatoes, basically, you know, just, <laughs> just stomach digesting whatever the fuck I ate, you know, an hour ago. And no, we, we have, uh, we both have more energy. We're going out more, you know, on walks and hikes and, you know, and all this. Stuff, what does so. she do? In other words, is she wearing her baggy old clothes or is she buying some new clothes with her weight loss? She has not bought new clothes that I'm aware of, but she, like me, has a whole drawer of clothes that she was probably staying away from she has for the last couple of years. Sizes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Because she came down wearing, you know, a t-shirt, but it was tight and it looked good. And I was like, whoa, where'd, where'd that shirt come from? And she goes, I just haven't worn it in a couple of years. 
So uh, have your uh, duties changed at all? Are they smaller? Yes. Are they more? Yes. I'm going uh, much less. I actually got freaked out. Like I was going to look in the metal muscle because like I realized I only pooped once the other day and I'm like, whoa, whoa, right. whoa, something feels wrong. That's uh, like human size. For, yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not pooping enough. Something's wrong. Uh, so yes, you I used to go notice. like an elephant, you know? It was like crazy. Oh yeah. Oh, it used to be a morning poop an afternoon poop a night poop. And then a couple other ones sprinkled in throughout the day. I'll tell you about poop for a minute. You know, I'm on this, uh, I'm not trying to lose weight, but I wanted to eat healthier. And I, I have, uh, I've looked into this Mediterranean diet and I have a woman who's helped me, a nutritionist. She's really good. And, uh, I got to say, it really has been incredible. First of all, I had always read about duty that the perfect duty is supposed to float and not be broken up or any, you know, just be a, a nice duty. Not diarrhea. A nice duty. Nice duty. <laughs> Whatever that, that is. Nicely, <laughs> like a cigar, and like would, would float in the water. And uh, from time to time, I always thought I was eating well, but I never had full flotation. Everything just kind of sank to the bottom. You never achieved that. Well, let me tell you something. My duties now, every one of them, because I'm very strict on this. I haven't eaten any bread. I don't, you know, I, I do the full Mediterranean diet. I float now. And I look at it when I'm done and I marvel at it. I'm like, oh, my God, I've achieved perfection. This is what they were talking about. The bright color. But you used to tell us your other duties were perfect. No, they didn't. They, were, they weren't. They were I lied. <laughs> New I, was sign. I never floated like this. Everything perfect duty floats and mine are now perfect. I've Did achieved. you check with your nutritionist about this? Did you tell her no. what's happening? I'm too embarrassed. I'd rather tell you in front of millions of people. <laughs> um, but, I, but I would not. No, I do not want to tell if she happens to hear about it. But me and my anus, we're on cloud nine. What can I tell you? Your duties float? No. They don't. You're doing something wrong. Now, you, I'll give them a plug, free plug. They're not a sponsor of ours, but you're still doing Nutrisystem, right? Nutrisystem, yeah. that's right. And uh, my wife is as well. And we've lost over combined 90 pounds, I think, between the two of us. So. Now, are you losing weight faster than her or are you about the same? Well, it's he about was the, the size of yeah. an elephant, yeah. of course. Percentage-wise, I think we're about the same, like in terms of how much percent we've lost. But yes, uh -huh. in terms of total weightage. Yeah, and yeah, Jason, yeah. No, no surgery. no. You see, I'll tell you, you know, I, I know this surgery is life-saving for people who are obese. But you see, you're getting to the core of it. Whatever psychological issue you had around food, if you get that surgery, it's never addressed. Nope. You somehow pulled yourself together and addressed what was going on. And you're doing it now. Did he really? Someone, I didn't know that. Were well, you in look, therapy or something? No, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm in therapy. Claim, but, yeah, oh, but I'm not okay. even claiming that. Whatever he's doing, he's confronted his demons and got himself under control. And uh, people should be listening to Jason, not Oprah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn and right. I'll tell you why. Oh, uh, Jason's going to be doing commercials now. I'll listen to him before I will open. I want to talk to somebody who can lose weight and also keep it off. You know, you got to keep it off. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm still on the losing journey here. But yeah, no, next, next, you know, it'll be very interesting to see what happens when I go off Nutrisystem, which I plan to do, you know, fully. I'm doing like seven days a week of Nutrisystem now. Uh -huh. But eventually I want to get off it when I, when I get down to a weight. I will say to Howard's point, I am learning so much about my relationship with food during this entire thing. It wasn't like some, like, 
my stomach just, I just couldn't eat because someone made my stomach small. It made me really realize that I was looking at every meal as an opportunity to celebrate and, you know, make myself feel better. And I was eating too fast. And I had this very little kid attitude of like, well, I'm an adult. And if I want to have three cheeseburgers from McDonald's, you know, who could tell me no and blah, blah, blah. And I've, you know, really, I'm trying to come to a different relationship. And now you realize you're really not as hungry as you thought you were. I mean, it's, uh, yes. Oh, he wasn't eating out of hunger, Howard. You couldn't possibly have been doing that because you would eat several meals in one. Yeah, no, I just like to eat. I, it was it was a reward. It was something that was you, delicious and fun and made me feel good. Uh, you should be interviewing Harry and Meghan, not Oprah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. That's I don't even I put think. the mustard on my broccoli anymore. Now it's too much taste for me. Now I'm, now I'm done really? with the, the mustard. Just yeah, plain I mean, broccoli? Oh, my well, God. In other words, pepper, what, yeah. what, what you're saying when you started out, the thought of right. vegetables and things were gross. So you had right. to smother it in mustard or whatever. Right. Now you're starting to, your taste buds are coming back. You're not into all that yes. sugar and all that so you can eat these things and appreciate them. I had ketchup for the first time in about three months a couple weeks ago, and it, it tasted like sugar. It tasted like someone yes. just poured sugar on my hamburger. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, when did that happen? Uh, it used to just taste like ketchup to me. Let me ask you something. You were totally out of control. I know you had that relationship with the oh, butcher. Yeah. I imagine the butcher's committed oh, yeah. suicide since you started losing. <laughs> He's well, gone out of business. <laughs> that's right. He's gone out of business. Been he moved. <laughs> <laughs> but what, what, how much were you eating at your peak when you were really going up and up and up? I mean, you, you the, the meal must have been huge well they weren't just the, the problem is again i'm realizing this through the, there weren't meal times like there were suggested times during the day when i sat down and had a big meal but but all day was a meal time so right. you know so i'd i'd, I'd have i go to the kitchen always oh, some leftover pork from last night uh, let me just have some of this now and then i'd have a big lunch where i wouldn't care what i was eating you know, bread and cheese and mayonnaise and you and know, didn't whatever. you have no. a great big freezer full of meat I still do because I haven't touched that fucking meat. It's still sitting there. <laughs> one of the things. Now, one of the things I learned with uh, this, this, if you want to call it a diet or this change in eating with me, is that you do, ne- do even with this, you have three meals a day and there is no yep. eating in between. Once you're done, that's it. It's over. And, uh, you know, I eat a good, healthy dinner, lunch and breakfast, but um, I eat way more than I did. But I, there's no snacking whatsoever in my life. My diet is different. It does have the two snacks built in, but they're built in. So, you you know, it's not you're not grazing. You you know, they're built in. And, um, you know, the snacks are basically like uh, um, apples and cottage cheese. You know, it's not like right. I'm snacking on, on chips or something. But the, now, the now, what, now a lot of your eating was triggered by your love of weed. I mean, when you would smoke weed, I, mean, I assume you got hungry, but now you can nope. smoke weed and not eat. Smoke weed. No, smoking weed never made me hungry. The big thing I cut out was drinking, drinking. If I got drunk, I could eat. For all night long, I could eat fifteen right. pizzas drunk. Wow! Uh, so I've I've really stayed away from drinking because even a few times I had a had a couple drinks during this diet, I feel it. I just get like crazy hungry. So I, I've been avoiding alcohol. You know what I think? It's funny oh, when I would um, drink, I almost would eat a lot to get rid of being so drunk. Yes. You know what I mean? Like yes. you're trying to get sober, yeah, trying to absorb the bi- the yes. booze. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've eaten entire weird. pizzas that way. I've I've like come home drunk from a bar and just stopped at a pizzeria and basically gotten a pizza and ate it because you just feel like you keep feeding that that drunkenness in your stomach. Is there any exercise involved or is it all diet? No, it's uh doing the elliptical. I got the elliptical. Oh. I'm doing the elliptical. Um, I got the hydro, but I have not hooked it up yet because I'm in the process of moving. Well, that's so. been weeks now. Come on. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> it's a whole it's a whole deal, Robin. I'll tell you off the air. But uh, have you had any uh, setbacks? Have you pigged out at all during it or are you really sticking to it? 
I'm sticking to it. Now, you are allowed to go off diet. My mom's birthday, she ordered in a bunch of unhealthy food. But I... Of course I, you here's did. What I, so here's what I did. I, I took part in it, but I got a turkey burger, and then I cut it into a quarter, and then I ate a quarter of the turkey burger and put the rest nice. away. So that was off diet, but... Uh, uh, he came to my house. He only had one slice of pizza. I was very yeah. impressed. That's impressive. Kind of disciplined. Yeah, it was. Portion it control. Was. That's what you're yep. talking about, portion control. I counted out the chips at Will's house. He had a bowl of chips. I counted out four, which was a serving wow. size, and that's all I had. Mm. And I just sat there and ate them slowly, you know, instead of... <laughs> Howard, I used to leave food. on. We used to just randomly leave food on Jason's desk just to see if he would eat it when he came back to his cat. He never questioned anything. Whatever we left wow. on his desk, he would just eat. I had no idea where what, it came from. <laughs> one of the um, one of the fun things to do, you know, when you walk, work in an office environment, if you remember those days like we used to, one of the fun things to do was to pass time was to just drop things on Jason's desk and see if he ate it, as Will pointed out. And it became like that, almost a betting. That was terrible, Will. <laughs> People would bet on it. What was the worst thing, Will, that you can remember there? Like, what would you leave? I mean, on it was just said, like, open no way. Can- like open candy. You'd be like, he has no idea where this came from. Like, right. It was a, you can poison yourself. What, what was the worst thing? Jason? The McDonald's cheeseburger. I just came back yeah. from somewhere <laughs> and it was a McDonald's cheeseburger just sitting on my desk. And I'm looking around. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just ate it. <laughs> it could have been like, <laughs> but uh, it's so great. Oh, look, Ralph, want you want Ralph commenting on your diet? I mean, uh, why not? I, he comments on everything. All right. Well, you know, I sometimes what does when he I'm, got to say. Sometimes when I'm doing something that requires a lot of discipline, I don't want to hear anybody's bullshit, especially a guy who you know, right? You know, what does he do all day? You know. <laughs> hey, Ralph. <laughs> Maybe I should hang up that. <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, like, I know, like, Ralph will, like, Yeah, I mean, he's doing something that's working for him. What have you got to say? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, but, but, you know, here's here's the thing that drives me crazy. First of all, don't congratulate him. He stopped eating voluminous amounts of food and meat and and, and, butter milk and... But, you know, that's what you're supposed to do. You don't give somebody a prize for well, doing what they're supposed to do. wait a second. If somebody also, has an emotional problem where they're eating to the point that Jason was obese and he was killing himself, and somehow, you know, you know there's so many people in our country who refuse to look at themselves and what's going on and address these issues and really take, you know, take hold of them. When you see right, somebody who pulls it. their life together, especially a friend, you, you, you say, hey, well done, no, man. I'm, Good for well, we're not saying he's done. We're saying this is encouragement along the way. And Jason, Jason, please, the one thing that does, but don't call it a journey. I hate that fucking expression. Everything's a journey now. <laughs> well, you lost right. weight. It's not a fucking journey. Stop it. Oh, my God. Journey. Oh, you like would know. So, you everybody, know. <laughs> everything is so important. I mean, if you do something, you just did it. I mean, it's not a journey. You're right about that. Journey can be annoying. That's true. It is. It is. It is an obnoxious word. I get it. But but thank you, Ralph. I will. uh, I took a walk the other day, and I I overheard two guys walk. I'm like a big yenta. I listen to what people are talking Mm -hmm. about, and like you know, you hear bits, drip and drabs of conversation. Guy goes, "Yeah, man, I'm really trying to stay well hydrated." I go, "Just fucking say I'm trying to drink more water. Don't say you're well (laughs) hydrated." I fucking you know, I I do get annoyed with certain choices and words. All right, Jason, you're right. right. I apologize for the the journey. Yeah, apologize. But you are learning things about yourself that's yes, what whatever you want ralph, to call. i don't think you have done ever ralph learn something about yourself <laughs> right <sighs> aye, aye, aye. well anyway
And well, anyway, thank you. Uh, thanks for the support. And it was, you know, it's actually, I'm, I'm so glad because even today I was looking at my side, you know, and I'm, and I'm just like, ah, I lost all this weight and I'm still a fat guy. Like I'm just holding my <laughs> stomach in my hands and I'm like, all of this work and I'm still fat. I'm just not as grotesquely fat as I was a few months ago. So look, think of it as I can breathe easier. I can walk more. I fit into things. That's what you think about. Not that I'm still yeah. a fat guy. It's, I have to it's pick- more better down the road. I used, I used to have this picture of Will and uh, Steve Brandano both fit into my pants. We they got both- in his pants at the same time. <laughs> at the same time. Wow. <laughs> well, don't I do have journey. one question. Do you shave your neck? <laughs> no. I mean, I shave this part usually, but not a... Uh, but it looks like you. there's a nice little circle here. Do you shave your So chest? I shave regularly. No, I shave regularly down to like the bottom of my neck. Yeah, you, uh-huh. that looks silly. You and I know, and then the hair comes up. And then, yeah, right. you got too much. You look like a wolf. Like he's one of those guys. His beard goes right into his chest hair. Yeah, yeah. I'm all hair. His, his body hair connection was face to his yeah. feet. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of body hair. We're, we're gonna work yeah. on that next. That's the big Is prize. There a full I lose moon. I just don't even know what's going on here. See, Robin, right. that's the big prize. I lose all this weight, and then I'm still covered in body hair. <laughs> all right, enough of this. <laughs> and don't say journey. But you know, Ralph revealing his sexuality—that would be a journey, I would think. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, anything you learned about yourself? Uh, he's gone. I hung oh, up he's on gone. him. <laughs> yeah, I just played by the laugh. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Anyway, listen, uh, everybody, have a nice day. Uh, I'll leave you with a. Uh, I told you uh, Michael Che will be with us tomorrow.